niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Hey, yo, 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 we here. Yep. <coughs> yes, sir. We got uh, Davey Dean, me, Corey in the studio. We are yes, doing sir. Yes, sir. our inaugural audio episode. Uh, um, we've always done this thing, you know. Um, spaces, spaces, IG Live. IG Live. OG we, IG Live, too. You OG, know what I mean? You can still, OG IG Live. You can go back and watch it. It's quarantine IG Live. Quarantine, you know what I mean? Quarantine IG Live when niggas was Go and watch that shit. Back. Man, our beers look crazy. I watched the episode Sheesh. the other day, bro. Nigga, we look terrible, look bro. Yeah. We look like uh, two homeless niggas no, who God. stole two phones. Yo, that time in 2020, bro, when shit was closed, barbers and all that shit. Niggas were looking nuts out here, yeah. bro. The funny part, bro, was like that. I, I didn't even look like that because barbers and shit were closed. That's just how I looked in general. Yeah, that's just how bro look in general. <laughs> I, I had to take a look at myself in the mirror after that. Like maybe I don't need to be out here looking like this yeah. no more. Man, I'm technically a media personality now. We yeah, you are, bro. <laughs> yeah. You are a media. Yeah, personality. exactly, bro. I don't need to be out here looking like no, nah, bro. That like, shit's dead. We back outside though, kind of. Yes, sort of, sir. You know, COVID is still here, whooping niggas' ass. Yes, sir. They just dropped a whole new variant. Um, but you know, we uh we out. You know, niggas watching. You know, the two niggas yeah. on the show that was always watching all the shows. Shout yeah. out to shout out to to Jimmy and Kev, of course. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy TV and Kev. Shit too. But yeah, me yo, and, uh, Miseducated coming back too. Talking Ms. about Miseducated is coming back. Y'all, it is y'all coming stay back. Tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, we got our boy Knife in the studio, so you already know that it's going to. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Knife put a gun to both of our heads and said, "Y'all niggas got to come niggas back. Need to get back in the studio." He said, what "He said he want that check back. He said he want the body bags back. Yeah, need that. But we we here, man. Like we here to talk. You know, all things. Yes, television and film. Yes." And Hollywood shit, we might sprinkle in a little music here and there. Just a little smidge, a little smidge. Little, it, it has an impact on, on, on film. It does. It does. Huge a very strong impact. Very strong but, impact. Um, yeah, man. Like, you know, what's what, what, besides, besides you know, uh, you know the, the shows that everybody is probably out there watching, like, what's something that over the time that we have been doing niggas watching yes. from the pandemic, Which from the be beginning of the pandemic, from, March from 2020, 2020, or like April 2020. From 2020 to now. Okay. What is that show that you went back and rewatched and have found a new appreciation for? Ah, oh, man. For me, it's... we've all wa- went back and rewatched something. Yeah. It was two shows for me. It was... The first show was Better Call Saul. Mm. Because I was like Excellent behind... Show. In 2020, I was probably behind like one or two seasons almost. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me start over. Watch the whole thing because I was right. like, when I tried, you know, watching from where I was at, it was like one, I I didn't remember where the fuck I was at, right? And two, I was lost in a bitch, so I was like, let me go back, rewatch. So let's the whole go thing. back to the beginning. Yeah, watched it, bro. Literally bought the, I think it was the most recent season. I bought it on Amazon in 4K because I was like, I need to, I need to, yeah. yeah. I was like, I need, I need to see this shit. That and Law and Order, bro. The original Law and Order. Remember, you said that you did a, you did a full binge of Law bro, and Order. Bro, I've seen and like I still like. Bro, when they said they was bringing that shit back, bro, I was hype. 
Tell me how you, since you since you brought that up because I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my show in a sec. Yeah, hundred percent. But since you just brought up Law and Order, how are you feeling the current? I wouldn't say format. This has always been the format. It's, yeah, but it's, how it have you been changed. feeling? Um, this current revamped Law and Order, like not S, not C, what not S, not, SAVU, uh, um, not, not CI, none of that shit. Yeah, like, not a uh, organized crime. Organized crime is actually organized pretty good. crime is good. Organized crime is pretty good. But how uh, you, how you feeling about this I, uh, this one? It's it's cool. It took a couple episodes to kind of catch its footing. Same. But uh, the, so the issue with Law and Order is it's kind of like in waves. Like the the first like maybe few seasons are like this oddly gritty crime show. Like right, you know what I mean. Like sometimes it's a little too grim for no reason. Then after that, That's they kind of yeah. Then after that, you kind of get like the next few seasons, kind of like more the political side. Definitely, you know what I mean? Definitely. And then they have like the seasons that everybody remembers with a uh, Lenny and a uh, Green. So it's like the 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 black dude and the old dude. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And those are the seasons that everybody kind of remembers. Those ones had a nice mix of like sensationalism ripped from the headlines, but of also it, it felt like kind of a realistic sort of show. But definitely. you know, had a little humor. You no, know. I get you. Then the later seasons were a bit. They kind of had the the. They were trying to refine their footing. Like now you had SBU mm-hmm. that was like hitting. Right. You had uh, Criminal Intent, which was hitting. Like the original Law and Order kind of didn't. Didn't really took a back seat. It did. For it sure. did. The last two seasons kind of figured it out when they had Anthony, so. Anderson Anthony Anderson and this other dude. Mm-hmm. Um, they really kind of figured out like, okay, you got two good detectives and actual story. A lot of like the, some of the episodes you're doing, really dope. Side note, Paperboy was in like season 19. He played like a random ass cop. <laughs> Hella crazy. I saw that shit and I was like, wow. It's I was like, a skinny funny. Paperboy, bro. That's Imagine that funny, nigga bro. skinny, bro. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but so I feel like with this most recent season, they've kind of it took them a few episodes. They kind of found their footing. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of the detective dynamic, but you know what? I think that's been my hang up with this the the this current season that I've been watching is the dynamic, bro, between Anthony Anderson and what's I, it's I forget dude's name, but he's been in a bunch of other shows. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a weird dynamic. I kind of see what they're trying to do, and then the other thing too is obviously in the years since it's come back. The view of cops has been like oh man, it's been completely distorted. Yeah, it's not the same. Like they in the earlier seasons, they could get away with a lot of shit that cops are doing. I agree. That you know, it felt like okay, this is this is okay to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just within the context of like the times. Now they got to kind of play up to like okay, niggas is gonna get filmed. Anthony Anderson's character, like you know, he brings up some genuine criticisms about like how course, the police course. treat black people versus what's it called. But you know, like I'm, I'm not mad at it. I, I'm enjoying it. As you can tell, you know, I'm a huge fan of the series. So huge fan of Law and they Order. They would, they would have to come back and do some actual bullshit for me to be like, all right, these niggas, get these niggas off the air. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, yeah. Now let's hear your show though, bro. What's the one show? What's the one show that you saw uh, over the pandemic that you were like, okay, this this the this the one? You know what? It would probably, and this is gonna sound suit like, you know, what was it early twenty twenty or no? It was like mid twenty twenty, around the time that when did HBO Max really pop off? Was that it HBO Max twenty was it mid twenty twenty? I think so. Because I remember pretty early in the pandemic, I watched every episode of Fresh Prince. Yes, for sure. Very early in the pandemic. So it would have been summer of 2020. Um, The show that I... Re- it's going to sound t- just... And I, I want to I wanna put this out there. If you follow me on Twitter, 
you know most of the shows that I rewatch, I've watched, whether that is a drama series, an old sitcom, yeah. a horror film, whatever. But, bro, I've actually gone back and rewatched like some of those 90s, early 2000s black sitcoms and have gotten a totally new appreciation for some of them. Some have not aged too well. Uh, bro, a lot of shows um, from the 90s do not age well. Not age well? Do not age um, well. They age terribly. But the show that I guess didn't really age well, but I rewatched it as soon as it hit streaming services again. I watched it from start to finish. Got a little nostalgia from it. Was able to kind of, you know, because, you know, I think you had just pointed out something with Brian Tyree Henry being in Law and Order. You go back and watch those old shows and you see a lot of familiar faces yeah. whenever they weren't familiar faces. Yeah, then. they're like, this is, um, yeah. So, Moesha, bro, I just said it. Like, oh, I watched okay. that shit, bro. A lot of people did, bro. Whenever it hit Netflix, and then a, then it started hitting everywhere after, after it hit Netflix. It, it didn't, did it? Um, it went from, like, after Netflix, I got the rights for it again. And then that's whenever um, CBS All Access was turning into Paramount Plus. Woo! Um, Underrated. And Paramount Plus, we already know that, you know, that whole media library is, is full of shit. Um, and Underrated. And Hulu again. Says. So I think that it was around the time when all of them, when all of the black sitcoms were starting to hit all of the streaming services. Yeah. Niggas knew like, okay, majority, uh, a lot of our streamers are millennials, millennials, you know, people who want these shows again, and they're at the crib. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Yeah, so we'll give them these shows that they want to watch. Smart. So I rewatched a lot of those shows, but man, one that I got, I gained, a, I guess, a new appreciation for solely because of the of the faces. Or the people that were were able to get their start from that show in this Moesha, bro. I'm like, damn, I didn't even. It's crazy because you know, growing up, you don't really think about it like that. But whenever you get older and you start watching way more shows, way yeah. more movies, um, and just being becoming more well versed in TV and film, you got a new appreciation for the people that you see in it. And Moesha's one for sure. I'm like, damn, I remember Kobe was in the episode. Yeah, he and, was. And, and, and he took it to prom. Uh, uh, yeah, took it to prom, and 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 Megan like it's just, I'm like, damn, it's crazy. I do not remember y'all being in these episodes. Yeah, but you didn't know up. him back then. You That's know what it. I mean? Yeah, That's you exactly. didn't know him. Yeah, Kobe, yes, but everybody. Kobe, yeah, obviously Kobe. But a lot of other names I hope you that knew Kobe, yeah, <laughs> right? But a lot of other faces, like I said, who weren't familiar then, but now you see them. It's like, oh shit, you were in this episode yeah. a long time ago. We've talked about it many times with Law and Order. Law and Order is one of those shows that's good for that. Bruh. Um, Look, Michael, for that. Bro, Michael K. Williams was in, like, he was in Law and Order, like, four times mm -hmm. in, like, completely different years. So, like, yep. twice before Wire, twice during Wire. Mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman's Chad in that Wick, uh, Chad episode. Um, it, the so list people, goes on yeah. and on and on and cameos. on. Bruh, crazy. It's one of the, there's, there's a lot of those shows that are like that, though, bro. Like, those shows, those long-standing shows that when you go back and rewatch those old seasons, you'll just see like, damn, bro, I didn't even know you was in this show. Yeah. In the first season, you got Law and Order just like that. X-Files is one of those shows is like that. that. X-Files is for sure um, like that. Fucking, just so many, uh, you can even go back and watch like some shows that aren't super old. You know, I was, I rewatched the Bernie Mac show over the pandemic and I'm like, oh damn, that's crazy. I didn't even, I knew at that time because Bernie Mac show was a 2000 show. Yeah. So some of those Early faces 2000s. were, were, they were, they were mostly they were, familiar they were at, the time, yeah. at the time. But I guess seeing them, seeing their younger selves is like, oh shit, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, no, it's crazy. crazy. But anyways, yeah. yeah, you know, just to start, just to start our our inaugural niggas watching Nigga. audio 
episode off. Yes, sir. Here on all sounds. DSPs. Tell on all friends. DSPs, we're going to have this shit loaded. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into the current shit. Let's get into the current, not just the current shit. Let's get into the most current shit. Let's get into the most current the shit. The most current shit. There's nothing right now more fucking current than winning time. Than fucking winning time. I don't time. care when the fuck it takes place. Yeah. Nothing is more. There's no yeah. show like that on television. I agree. Before that, or after. You can't even imitate a show like this. No, you cannot. You literally cannot. You know what? And what's funny is, you know, as a as a just a, you know, a, an overall fan of basketball, mm-hmm. you know, this is one of those shows like man, we going we going to talk our shit. You know, I'm I'm not a fucking I'm I, hey, my my guys are in the playoffs right now. Shout out oh, to Oh my god. But let's 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 stick to let's stick to television. This but, is niggas watching, not niggas hooping. <laughs> but um you know, you you can even if you're not a fan of a team, you look these this is the Lakers. These are his, historical figures now. Yes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yes. Magic Johnson, uh fucking Jerry Buss, all of these people, they're historical figures. So now you're watching a show that's actually Slightly loosely based on a lot of f- facts, you know. Of course, is even tells you at the end of the episode, like a lot of shit is dramatized. It's, and, I mean, yeah, and then, I mean, before you continue, also, it's it's a television show and it's a TV show. I don't think anybody should be watching it thinking like Expecting these are the it to actual be 100% facts. Yeah, factual. But anyways, no, nah, the show has been fucking spectacular. Um, the most current episode, which is the shows. Actually, let's just do it. Do this real quick because yeah. yesterday when we was gathering our topics. You know, we were we we've talked winning time on our spaces before. We've talked winning we time. Have. I think on we might have briefly Live. talked about it on IG not Live. Not much on IG Live. I think I hadn't seen it by the time we got to IG Live. Okay, that sounds about right. But just give the people, give our listeners out there, a quick rundown of how you have felt about the show. And then we'll get into the season finale. Okay. So, I mean, to do a quick recap of, I guess, the first nine episodes, Mm -hmm. it is. Nine episodes, yeah. Honestly, about as close to a perfect season Mm. of shows. Like, everything about it, I fucking enjoyed. The acting, I thought was amazing. The writing was really good. They were able to take a a lot of things that might not be super duper dramatic. Like, you know. Right, right, right. Oh, are we gonna win this random ass season game in the middle of December? You know what I mean? It made it <laughs> yeah. like, you know, made it feel really, really feel dramatic. Like, yeah. They took things that you know could have just been kind of a one-off, one episode thing, like the, um, like the coach getting hurt, the original right. coach yeah, getting yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they managed to turn that into a few episodes while also juggling other storylines. Mm-hmm. They managed to bring things up, and it wasn't like they brought it up like, okay, we're not gonna hear about this like another like one or two seasons. Like. They mm-hmm. brought it up and it gets resolved either within an episode or within a couple episodes. Right, right, right. And if it gets picked back up, you know what I mean? It's for a reason. Like, it felt exactly. like a lot of the writing had a lot of purpose. The sure. acting, re- amazing, Man. bro. The acting, Man. amazing, bro. Like, I, I can't, I, there's really not much more I need to say about the acting. We got two relative, I'm pretty sure newcomers with, uh, with Quincy Isaiah. Yeah, and um, dude, the dude, Dr. Something is playing uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, an actual yeah, yeah. doctor. He has an actual PhD. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey's going to look it up for us. But 
amazing. Like to have those two pretty much anchoring the show along with John C. Riley. John C. Riley, crazy. And I'm, I'm sure the girl who plays Jeannie Buss. I'm pretty sure she's a newcomer too. I think she is. Uh, her name is Hadley Robinson. Hadley um, Robinson. Shout out Great to her. Actress. Yeah, she's been. She was doing her thing as killing as, it as Jeannie Buss. I mean, you just pointed out. You know, the I guess the the face of the show in essence, uh, John C. Riley, because the show mostly centers. Great, bro. Great. And Jeannie after Buss. this, I'll get into some shit with the production. Regarding yeah, that. no, keep going. But yeah, shit the the directing is. Mm-hmm. Where I think that's what really makes the show, because I think, I think with the writing and the acting, you could have had a show that was, I guess, directed like the direction would have been a bit more straightforward. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been kind of as jumpy. Wouldn't have been as much fourth wall breaking, and it wouldn't have been as good of a show. It yeah. would have just been like some regular degler shit. But with like the added fourth wall breaking, like the change of like the types of cameras that they use, mm-hmm. some of the angles that they get, which are like. It's kind of jarring at first because they're kind of like awkward angles. You know what I mean? Like it's right, like the right. weird ass like zoom or like kind of an odd ass like pan to like somebody's face, like the corner of their eye, and mm-hmm. like they'll randomly change from like you know a, a live camera to yeah. a steady cam to like a handheld or like um, even the scene when uh, uh, Pat Riley was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I think uh, pretty much saying he didn't think the other coach was gonna come back." And then oh, he yeah, like yeah. kind of turns to the camera and he's like, "Yeah, I got you, fucker." Type <laughs> shit. Like that type of shit can yeah. be a little jarring in the hands of somebody that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. But right, like right, with true. winning time, they match manage to make it like we're gonna give you this thing that's like super duper entertaining, but at the same time, like it you feels like dramatic. Like I couldn't tell you the genre of the actual show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But in a good way. Like it's like they take all these different genres and really like kind of. Give you something. It's almost like a documentary feel. It, it really. It does have like a like a mockumentary feel. Yeah, to it, huh? kind of. And it's like um, obviously it's obviously uh, Adam McKay's style is present in it because yes. it's like the Vice, same style with Vice and the same style with um, Big Short. You know what I mean? Don't Which, look up as well. Yeah. Don't, mm. Well, not really. Don't look up because Don't Look Up uh, didn't really have the fourth wall breaking. Oh well, yeah. I, yeah. I was just talking about his overall directing. Yeah, style. his overall directing though, but yeah. his style is definitely present in it. And I, I think those three things kind of came together for a perfect storm of a television show. Like right. that feels, yeah. That that feels like everything makes sense mm-hmm. because of just how they kind of present it. Like one thing that they almost lost me on initially, but then kind of got me back was um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's characterization. Like it was dope at first. But, like, the first, like, few episodes really made it, like, okay, he's clearly not fucking with any of this. Like, right. And then, like... Fucking over it, yeah. Bro, and then within, like... There was, like, that one episode where he was, like, I'm gonna get 30 and 10 by the end of the fourth quarter. And then he's, like, yo, what does he have? And it's, like, legit 30 and 10 30 or whatever. 30 and 10, yeah. And then every episode after that, he's kind of, like, warmed up a little bit. Yeah. At first, it didn't have me with that until, like, one of the, the most recent episodes, um, which I'll touch on and then we'll get back to later. But when he was, like, yeah, you know, that first game... When we played, and he was like, you, you're going to give me 81 more hugs. And I was like, who the fuck is this little nigga? He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought you were going to punch me in the stomach. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, yeah, I was about to or whatever. But I realized, like, okay, like, they, it's like this real, even though they're kind of loud about a lot of shit in the show, there's also so many subtleties that you just almost don't pick up on mm-hmm. because you're, like, almost so caught up in it. But, like, that, I'm going to assume, like, that's kind of how real life is yeah. regarding some shit like that. Of course, of course. Um, So, nah, bro, like, I, I think this is about as close to a... I can't even compare it to another, like, show that I watched a season of that I thought was this perfect, with the exception of, like, Watchmen, but that was, like, a com- completely different beast altogether. Oh, that's As true. much as I love Watchmen, they didn't necessarily have the same... I didn't love it for the direction like I love this show. Mm-hmm. Love both shows for the direction. Right, of But course. I didn't love... That show for the direction the way I love it for this one. Same no. way I, I don't love Winning Time for the writing the way I loved Watchmen for the writing. You know what I mean? Gotcha. 
So yeah, bro. What about you? How'd you feel about that? No, the- man. I I I think I was I was like sold after I watched the first episode. I know I went straight to the chat. And yeah, I was like, you niggas are not watching Winning Time. Bro, you're going to y'all be niggas gave me shit. That whole month I wasn't out. watching it, yeah. bro. Y'all niggas gave me shit. Like if you're not watching this show, you are truly missing out. Um, I I thought the show the first season. I don't you know we don't know. We'll get into you know. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that because I got but, some. Um, yeah, this uh their um their pilot season uh their first season bro was was pretty spectacular. I was locked in from the get go. I thought that the, of course like you've already pointed out. The directing of the episodes. I think my favorite episode of the season might be episode two or three. I can't. I'll the one Jonah up. Hill did. The one that Jonah Hill directed, which was fucking very Jonah Hill esque. As if it you was, know any yeah. of Jonah Hill's directing, if you've seen, you know, like mid nineties and some of the other things that he's had a, a, a hand in writing or directing, then you yeah. know his directing style. And I thought that the episode he directed is probably my my favorite episode of the season. Um, but that's not to say that any, cause all, all of the episodes have, uh, you know, were, were necessary. Even the episodes where I'm like, okay, not a whole lot happened in this episode. So I knew this was one of those episodes that was for filling the storyline. Yeah. So you can't can even call it a filler based not even on the a way filler. the show. Cause it's like yeah. 15 locations. In the episode. Oh God. Like, um, I mean, a filler. The but yeah the, the acting the 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 people that they that they fucking tapped for these roles oh John C Riley killed the Jerry Bus Quincy Isaiah uh, killed it Magic Johnson uh, Jason Clark Brody. fucking murdered it. it bro murdered it as Jerry so West. mad he might get them niggas a lawsuit Jesus Christ. right bro Jesus Christ like <laughs> like and, and yo for the record I don't even believe Jerry West is like that I just believe Jason Clark is. The characterization that he's playing, I'm like, you you killed it. Yeah, no, nah, he you got the I mean? fuck off. Um, just the cast in general, bro. Adrian Brody um, popped in as Pat Riley at the, at the, at the perfect time. He did, um, he did. And the, his characterization, amazing. Yep. The way he played that character, fire. Jason Segal killed it as fucking, you know, Paul Westhead. You yeah, know, yeah. That, 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 very that, underrated. He's Very, very super underrated. Because he's actually. probably the one person nobody really talks about regarding the show. I but I, I think he... Killed it. Sally Field. Sally killed Field. It. She for her for her her guest appearances throughout the, uh, the, yeah, the, se- yeah. the season. Um, who did we just say? Um, Jeannie Buss's character, Hadley Robinson. I mean, we can we can. Oh, go Wood Michael, Harris. Wood Harris is Spencer Haywood. Oh my um, god. Michael Cheeklis came in oh, as Red Arrow. Y'all, if yeah. y'all are not watching this show, if you I, haven't watched yeah, it, I really stop feel- listening right now and go just to go HBO watch Max it. and watch the go show. Go watch it. I mean, I I honestly. I mean, we said it on Spaces and uh, IG Live, but uh, I guess we got to say it for for the DSPs too. Yes, sir. This is niggas watching. If you ain't watched it, I'm sorry. Yeah. Stop. Oh stop listening to niggas watching right now. Stop go watch it. To niggas talking. Come back and go to watch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> stop being a nigga listening. Right. Go <laughs> be a nigga watching. Right? right. So you can come back and report back, and we can you can Please. actually tap in exactly Thank what you. we're talking Thank about. Thank you. Solomon Hughes is, is is Solomon Hughes. Doctor Solomon Hughes. Doctor Solomon Hughes. Oh Kills it. Yeah, he did. Kills it. And he gets a lot of praise, too. He gets Absolutely. a lot of praise. Absolutely. Do praise. But he gets but, a lot um, of praise. Man, the... the Oh, Rob Morgan as uh, uh, Magic Johnson... Uh, Irvin Johnson Sr. Yes, Johnson yes, Sr. yes, yes. Rob Morgan. And his mom. I, you know what? Whoever plays his mom, mm-hmm. she kills it. The girl that plays Cookie, she kills it. Bro, there's honest... So this is one of the few shows where it's like every single actor on the show... Did exactly. kills it, bro. Exactly. Like they yep. they do precisely what it is they need. Not even just do that, because some shows, some people do precisely what they need to do. But everybody kills it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like even I mean they had Donnell Rollins and like gave like three lines. Yeah. And in, in the Mike Epps came popped yeah, out. Yeah, Mike as fucking, came, uh, Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. 
<laughs> bro, it's, but it's, it's, it's all good, and it doesn't feel like... I feel like sometimes when you watch a show like this, and you do have like come to, like these big actors kind of like playing these roles, mm-hmm. you can tell one or two of the actors is like, oh no, like this is my time to shine. Absolutely, I need to I need to make sure I get my shit in. But it doesn't feel like that. Like this truly feels like no pun a team effort. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just, and I think a lot more needs to be. I mean, Quincy uh, Quincy, Quincy Isaiah. Isaiah is getting mm-hmm. a lot of. Um, He's getting a lot of praise, but I think he needs some more praise, bro. Like that. Nah, man. He, I mean, as I as I watched him, I think it was probably my favorite episode of the season uh, that that uh, Jonah Hill directed. Um, I think it was around that time. I'm like, oh, okay. They, they like whenever they were fucking. It was episode two. This one is. Is that all there is? It was that's the episode that Jonah Hill directed, bro. And it was that was a and at the end episode. that was when uh, uh Jerry West quit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, threw that shit out the fucking through that fucking oh, MVP award bro. out the window. <laughs> that was actually a fire ass episode, man. Um, but no, Quincy Isaiah is Magic Johnson, bro. He 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 fucking did what he had to do, and then it's just on top of the fact that outside of the acting. Like I love when when the casting director shout out to the casting director of of Winning Time yes because from for they need for to get awards can, for, for what I can records. see um, there probably are people out there contrarians out there who are like ah they could have actually chose this person as this person you always gonna have a few of those the niggas that they fucking casted as as these people these like I like I mentioned earlier people who are considered historical figures now Jerry Buss Magic Johnson all of these people they fucking did an excellent job casting these people. And Quincy Isaiah was a was a perfect cast bro. as Magic Johnson. The smile, the height. The, bro, everything about everything. it, bro. He he looks genuinely and like Magic Johnson. Yeah, like he a young Magic looks. Johnson. But I, I think even I was telling somebody at my job once, the um the smiling thing, <laughs> I feel like an, another actor, like anybody else, it would have came off as like weird or like, you know what I mean? Like, no, are you acting? But he he does it. Perfectly, like it feels like if I saw a bro on the street and he wasn't smiling, I'd be like, "What the? I'm yeah, like, hey dog, hey dog, do you not know who you is? Mm-hmm. You magic. I need you to smile, my nigga. Yep. Like, like, bro, such a fire show." And I was reading about like I guess how they they got to cast them. Mm-hmm. I guess they were just watching tapes all day. They almost didn't make the show because they're like, "We don't, they, we don't have Damn. magic, bro." Right. And they said uh, Adam McKay. And like all the producers and stuff, and the casting director, they were watching this tape. Halfway through it, just press pause, watch the rest of my music. It was like, this is him. That's him right there. And it was like, this is the nigga right here. Well, they, they say this is the nigga, but you know, this this, this is him. Yeah. They might have said They might have thought it. <laughs> <laughs> they might have thought it like, that's yeah. that nigga right here. Oh, God, they probably did. Somebody but thought it. Now that we got our, 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 our praises of the overall season. Settled out the way. Yes, sir. And if like we like me and him have already said, if you're fucking behind on this, stop listening to niggas talking and go fucking be a niggas watch and Man. turn fucking HBO Max on and get going. My goodness. My goodness. But um last night or today's Monday. So yeah, yesterday. Last night, last night, yeah. Season finale. How'd you feel about that? Bro, you, give, give, I watched it. I I I mean, you know we got a rating system. You gotta we got a rating system. So I can't give it a rating until I put it through that. But I will say Thought it was a perfect way to wrap the season. I agree. I, I had looked up, I guess, you know, what really happened in real life before the season. Like, so I kind of had an idea of, like, where they're kind of going. Mm-hmm. So I wondered, like, okay, how much is, are they going to show the game when Kareem, like, you know, broke his ankle and then came back? And I liked that they that was pretty much the beginning of the episode. And then it was like, okay, how are they going to bring this shit together? Mm-hmm. And I liked how they kind of ended it, like, a little open-ended, but also, like, 
also like they kind of wrapped up the season. I feel mm-hmm. like if this was a mini series or a limited series, that could have been it. That could have been the series. Like now. I would be fine with like that's that being the last episode of anything we saw. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it, and I felt like sometimes with a season finale, you might get not that people kind of scale back, but you can kind of get the feeling of like okay. We're coming for another season, so we don't have to go, like, full force. We don't have to go, right. like, extra hard. We don't have to do, like, the same shit we was doing every other. But this True. one was like, no, we're going to double down. Like, we're going to give you shots of you don't really see in a television show. We're going to, like, you know, give you the same fourth wall breaking. We're going to still give you, like, some type of drama. Like, I liked how when they and killed the, it in mm-hmm. the first quarter, David Stern was like, yo, we got to, yo, see if we can get that fucking trophy out here. Just yeah, in oh, case. God. He's like, this yeah. shit is not going to fucking be no game seven. Oh, yeah, God. bro. And then, like, even the part when, like, Norm Nixon walks up to him is like, hey, bro, now you feeling fucked up out there, but, like, we, we're going to win this, bro. We're going to mm-hmm. take this shit home. Like, it, it gave us a lot of shit. And I, I especially, like, the part when they was, like, talking about the game, watching it, because, like, this is probably how niggas, when niggas ain't have Twitter, yeah. he's watching the game and shit. Like, this is how niggas is talking about. Like, oh, no, he's too little. He can't have magic. Absolutely. Like, so, but, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, it made me super excited for another season. I think that's that's the for me that's a almost a perfect season mm-hmm. finale when you could wrap up the season. It feels like okay, you could have ended the whole series on this episode. Quite true. Not have been fine, but then they also tease what they got going on next. Having Larry Bird in there, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I won Rookie of the Year, but I'm sitting at home watching the game, Uh-oh, bro." Oh, yeah. He's like, "Next year, I gotta win. Next year, I gotta win." Because so. isn't the following year? Isn't that when the Lakers and the Celtics did meet in the finals? I, no, I think it's '82 or '83. Okay, so it's like one or two seasons after, but which actually is perfect because you know how they started the season off with Magic Johnson's press conference. So we already know that there is going to be some time jumping. So, yeah. If if HBO and 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 the creators of Winning Time have already you know got it together, uh, you know, in season no. two's? We'll, let's get to season two after we talk about your what's it called? Because I, I I got a lot to say about that. Okay, there. Yeah, talk about um, how you felt about the episode. We are gonna no, get to epi- season two. Epi- episode was episode was dope. Honestly, I can't wait to rewatch it after we finish recording. Yeah, tonight. I do want to rewatch it. I got a few it. shows that I'm gonna rewatch. Yeah. That is um, on the on the top of the docket for tonight. Once we conclude here, um, episode was fire, bro. Yeah. Um, I liked that. Um. Like you said, it was still pretty open ended as far it as was, like where was. they'll want to go if they do come back. Um, but on top of that, they still left you with if they like you said, if they were to stop the show, they still gave you a solid ending, an ending that people actually were satisfied with. It wasn't one of those fucking endings is like you felt uneasy with, even yeah. though sometimes there are shows that you even if there is an ending, like it's the finale you may not really be fully like you might feel a little uneasy about it yeah with this one after i watched and i'm like you know what i'm not sure if they're gonna come back for a season two but if they didn't they wrapped this story up from start to finish perfectly um you know and of course like with their dramatizations you know there are certain things that were you know fabricated but it's hollywood it's tv it's it's not a documentary um exactly there are documentaries coming out regarding this so Uh, yeah and there is a documentary that came out simultaneously as the show magic one yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so there's you can you can watch that if that's what the facts um but no the 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 season finale was great bro um i think um the standout performances for me just throughout the, the I think I just said it with Jason Clark. I think he might be outside Quincy Isaiah as far as newcomers goes. Jason Clark, we know who the fuck he is. Yeah, precisely. Uh, Quincy Isaiah, um, you know, cut, murdered it the whole season. But 
in this season finale, it I, I really liked to watch. I guess it's him and like the role he was playing is magic. I like to see him kind of like, I don't know, really come into full form as we've seen him for the episodes prior on top of just the simple fact that he's playing Magic Johnson. So yeah. we already knew how the story was going to end um, with, you know, with the game and, you know, the finals and all of that stuff. But you can really see, I guess, like, even though, you know, we're, we're, we're just fans of these shows. But from what you can tell and from what we can tell and, you know, from interviews and things like that, seemed like he really sold out for this role, bro. And I, you, can, you can definitely tell in, in how he brought life to to Magic Johnson. I'm sure that, I mean, Magic Johnson himself and there have been people who've spoken out necessarily not for the show. Um, and like Dave just said, you know, if you want to go watch like actual footage and, and a docuseries, Magic has one on it, Apple it's TV. Out. It's there. It's there. If you want to see a, a, that whole shit turned into a, a scripted drama series, sports drama series, winning time is where you need to be. I, you know, I agree. <laughs> I firmly agree. And like, you know, both are good for what they both are. Both are good for what they are. Both are good for what they are. Absolutely. I, I just, I'm, I'm a firm believer in. I, th- I mean, I think so. In the hypothetical scenario, if niggas ever based something on my life, I'm sure I would have to sit, come out and be like, okay, some of this shit ain't facts. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in if you're kind of stupid if you watch a TV show and think, oh, this. This actually happened. Right. Are you Everything I'm watching actually happened. Like, come right. on, bro. Like, that's that. That's that's you can't do that. You can't do and that. And I know, like, shit, we we all every, every show, every show that's like biographical, autobiographical, whatever the fuck, or based movie. on yeah. movie or whatever the fuck, docuseries is based on like true events. Like, there's always, well, not really docuseries, I guess, but like shit that's like dramatized and stuff that's, you know, being that's scripted. There's always going to be some fanfare there. There's always going to be some shit there that, you know, people aren't necessarily fans of because, oh, that's not how the story originally went. Like, come on, bro. God damn. Fuck off. The show was excellent. The fucking writers and the directors and the, the niggas who's behind the shit did what the fuck they had to do. Um, I think with the season two finale, though, or season one season, finale, though, yeah. um, What's your um? What's something that you? I know you said that you wanted to come back to what what the I season two. I yeah, you talking about where they're going for season two because mm-hmm. you said there's a time jump. There is. Time so jump. there's a in terms of what happened in real life. There's a few things like Paul, uh, Paul, uh, Jason Siegel's character gets fired at some point, and then mm-hmm. obviously Adrian Brody plays Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. He coaches the Lakers for a little bit. I believe that was either the season after this, I believe like the it is. Back, or the 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 one. Yeah, I think it was the season I after think it's that. The and then season. after that, that's when they kind of started the Lakers, Celtics, like Larry Bird, what's it called? So my thing is I think they're going to, kind of what you're saying, they're going to do some, type of, some sort of time jump. We might not even get, like, the the following season. The first episode might just be uh, Jason Siegel's character getting fired. Getting fi- fucking fired. Yeah, <laughs> Adrian Brody kind of stepping up and then, like, right. that. But another thing that I found in an article and I was just reading about um, – I was just reading about, like, you know, just how the show came together. Mm-hmm. So Winning Time is based on a book called Showtime. Right. Um, which is going to be the original name of the show, but for obvious reasons, they couldn't do that because there's a whole network called Showtime. <laughs> and being like, oh, yeah, Showtime on HBO. On HBO Max. is a weird way to market your show. Oh, um, definitely. But, yeah, so that writer, they he wrote, like, a, maybe a 500-page book on, like, that whole decade of, mm-hmm. you know, the Showtime Lakers. Jeff Perlman. Jeff Perlman. Jeff mm-hmm. Perlman. You know, he wrote another book about the Kobe and Shaq era. 
of uh of the Lakers. Ooh. And uh guess who quietly nabbed up those rights to make that into a television HBO show? Max. HBO, HBO Max. Ooh. So my thing is I think we're gonna get this could be like an overall six season show, like you know, but the three seasons to the Showtime Lakers and three seasons to Kobe and Shaq. Mm, to the resurgence, to of the resurgence with Phil Jackson mm. and and I mean I think okay, and that's a whole other beast altogether. You know what I mean? Um, man, when I read that, I was like, okay, these they they're kind of thinking a long game because uh-huh. I mean to to get into like you know the whole production side of it and like you know the numbers and shit. When the time's doing some good numbers. Absolutely. It's not doing Game of Thrones numbers, nope. but it's doing some great fucking numbers. And since Game of Thrones has ended, HBO Max, or HBO rather, hasn't really had anything that's done Game of Thrones numbers. No, it's, it's going to be a hard hasn't, one top. Hasn't done. I, the only thing that's going to probably come close is the Game of Thrones exactly. shit that's coming out in yeah, August. Which so. is why they went, I think, $15 million an episode for it. Jesus Christ. One day, one time, one day, we're going to come in here, we're going to dissect that because... These studios spend a, a, a fucking massive amount of money right. on some of these shows that we know are going to be flops. <clears throat> Lord of the Rings, possibly. Oh but man! Go ahead and finish finish your point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The point I'm trying to make though Jesus. is I, I think I think Winning Time is going to be that for them. I think Winning I Time is going to do Game of Thrones numbers. Hmm. Obviously, that's a t- I, that's, that's, that's that's a take right there. That's a take, but spicy it is. But you got to think, bro. You got to think. Uh huh. Nothing, HBO hasn't had something this good that's been this talked about in a while. Since Lovecraft. Lovecraft was this good and this talked about, but it wasn't this watched. Uh Aha. Would you wouldn't consider Insecure? Insecure, yeah. Actually, Insecure was watched a lot. And Insecure was pretty good. It was up and down, but I don't don't think it had as wide of an audience. It definitely had a wide audience. Okay, okay. No, but it no, didn't no, have as as wide of an audience. I get what you're saying. It didn't have as wide of an audience. And one thing about... um, that I'll say with so one thing about HBO is like they make great shows, but I think a lot of times in terms of people saying like, oh, you should go watch this show, you should go watch that show, is like they'll describe the show to you like, okay, I gotta watch that. You know what I mean? With Game of Thrones, that's why I got into Game of Thrones. Uh Lovecraft Country, I mean that's not why I got into it, but you know, I was already, you know, uh insecure. Um they have a lot of sh- Mayor of Easton, actually. Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, Easttown, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so but with this show, it's like if somebody describes it to you. They'll start subscribing to you, and they're like, you know what? No, you just got to watch it. You just got to watch it. I can't mm-hmm. describe to you how it is. I'm sure somebody's going to listen to me talking about, like, wide pans and all this shit in the beginning. And they're going to be like, what the fuck is this what nigga talking about? What the fuck is this nigga talking and about? And then they'll watch it and then be like, I don't quite understand what the fuck this nigga's talking about, but I get how. But I get, I get You know what I mean? Yep. I get, you know, the. So, the breaking the fourth wall and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, all these technical terms, it's like, what the fuck? But like, you'll see it and you'll be like, oh shit. Like, this is. True, true. It's a very unique type of show. And I think with. Um, I think. This has the potential between the viewership, the way the show is presented, and what the show's about to mm-hmm. do, those type of numbers. And once again, bro, like, this is a 500-page book that they're adapting. And I, I didn't read the book, but I know the book covers the whole decade of... Of the, yeah, the show time so I'm, I'm nearly positive that this first season was not more than 100 pages of that book. And being honest, I'd be, I haven't read the book, so I don't know. Right. No, I get I'd you. be surprised if they took a whole hundred pages to describe the first season of this show when they're mm. covering the whole, I would assume it's like two, two years uh, every 50 pages or two yeah. years every hundred pages. Um, so personally, what I think is we're going to get like, we're going to get a, we're going to get like maybe two or three seasons about the Lakers. About the 80s Lakers. 
about the 80s Lakers, and then we're going to get, like, two or three seasons about... about the late 90s, like, 2000s yeah, Lakers, yeah. Because, like, that's... that's. No, that's fair. I actually... I love this prediction because I was wondering... No, I wasn't. Actually, your prediction is something that I didn't even think about. I didn't know that um, that Perlman had... Did I not know that? I might not have known that he wrote uh, You know what? It's book. possible you didn't, bro, because we've talked about winning time a lot on previous episodes, previous, yeah. like, I mean, on, you know, different aspects via text. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is something I literally found out today when I was, like, after I watched the episode, I was yeah. like, okay, we're going to record. Like, let me see if I can get some, like, quick little facts to bring it's up during this. You know what yeah. I mean? And then, like, I was reading. I was, no, I was actually, it's not even that, actually. I was fact-checking if, um... If they really were about to give the finals MVP to Kareem, but then uh, change their mind. Too. Yeah, so I, I fact checked. And one of the articles in the very beginning paragraph was like, oh, yeah, and HBO quietly optioned the other book about Kobe and Shaq. So I was like, uh, I was like, this, love me. Because you know, you'll see shit and it's like, okay, niggas are just talking. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is these? And I clicked it and I was like, oh, bro, literally in this long ass article that's talking about the whole show before it came out. It's like one little sentence of like, oh, yeah, and HBO quietly optioned this other book. Ooh. You know, it just snuck in between like, oh, yeah, the niggas that the show's about is not fucking with it. Like, it, it, it's really, really easy to miss mm-hmm. to the point where like, I'm half sure I actually read this article before. What's this article by? Variety, Hollywood Reporter? It might be. It might have been Variety. Probably. I knew it might have been one Variety. Shout out Variety. You know, I don't usually shout out what's it called. Variety's probably my favorite just because they- I think so too. They're, they're pretty, they're not super biased. They have some op-eds that I'm like, why the fuck did y'all write this? <laughs> right. But they're, they're pretty non-biased. Deadline and uh, Hollywood Reporter, you'll see some bull. Oh, no, it was Hollywood Reporter. Okay, so it was THR. It wasn't, okay. yeah, because they talked about how Kareem was a, a con- contributor to it. And they asked him, you know, how he felt about the show. And then he was like, don't, don't ask me about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right, actually. See, my thing is, you know what, and and this is this is not too um this is not taken away from the show at all, duh. But in the show, and I guess this is like a personal hang up about it, this nigga Kareem being pro black as a motherfucker and having his white wife. Ooh, I was wondering if it was gonna come up. I was wondering if it's gonna come up. I mean, see, now if we start talking about individual storylines in in the show. We gonna be here for a long it's gonna, time. We gonna have a whole season's worth of episodes yeah. tonight. Uh, and niggas seeing, don't got time for right. That. <laughs> but seeing as that niggas are pressed for time in this big bitch. a little bit, a little bit, Just a little you know bit. what I mean? Um, we not gonna get into all. The, we've talked about it a lot. David Dean and I, quite frankly, as much as we love winning time, we we gonna eventually gonna want to talk about something, something else. else. <laughs> yeah, a few something else. A few something um, else. But um, yeah, man. Let's tap into that though. How do you, I don't. I had a homie. But you know, that's a that that's a like watching it and watching it dramatized. That's a that's been a common theme throughout sports in general, and it's yeah. crazy just to see a, someone who literally are in the show argued with his dad. Yeah, about that, about, about that shit, about I'll, that pro black shit. About you know, how does he? How can he be smiling like this? If he's a black man in the white world, and yeah. He's that like I will. I don't know. He's always been like that, and told the story about him on it, bro. You know, I had a friend who wasn't black ask me like, you know, that's a little weird, and he's like, well, how do you kind of feel about that? And my thoughts have been, I don't know if I ever mentioned it on the Mister Educated podcast, but my thoughts have always kind of been the same, where it's like, you can be pro black with a white wife because being sure. pro black doesn't. I mean, it it should, for the most part, mean like right, right, all right. the way black. But there's aspects. Uh, there's people with 
black wives that aren't pro-black, if that makes sense, that are actually anti-black almost. Mm, you know what I mean? Yes, so so it's possible. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It gets to a point where it's like, all right, but why did you do this if you're so pro-black? You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and you know what? Obviously, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar grew up in a different time than both of us. There's things Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has went through and had to endure that we have never had to endure. Probably because of him, actually, him enduring it and him having to go through it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So this is actually 100%. I'm not trying to take nothing away from this man. Not at all. uh, Not at all. For any of that. It's just my personal feelings is there's always a... It's like you can only go so far almost Mm -hmm. doing that. It's a bit... It's a little weird. It's a little weird. You know what I mean? You give... you is is very... Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> you side-eye niggas, man. It's, it's just, do, it's just it just is. And like you just said, Brody, hey, man, you can, you, you have people who are in, you know, their spouses are black, as black as they are. Yeah. And they are very anti-black. They're in, super in, in, anti-black. In general, like you know the, I mean? a lot of the things that they believe in, the the the, the policies that they that, that they, they try support, to uphold. Yeah, and they approve, yeah. Them shits are very anti-black. Super and they anti-black. try the, the I I am see hoo-hoo-hoo, boy. Let me not get too deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, because I started thinking and like I was about to disrespect some niggas. Niggas not, was about to did. turn from niggas it's, watching to niggas, niggas lecturing for real. Yeah, it would have. Um, we got some koofies over no, here, for bro. Real, niggas is going to pull their goddamn koofies out. Yeah, it's about to start sounding like Dr. Umar. Niggas going to think we had a plastic table in the microphone stands. <laughs> Uh, niggas are niggas would uh, take our, take us to Twitter. Like, see, this is why niggas don't yeah. need to be sitting around with yeah. microphones. Yeah, but that's, um, gonna, that's gonna put a ban on niggas getting microphones. Cause, uh, <laughs> but it's it, it just is that way. I mean, and and it's not you know to take away like you said from 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 all of 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 Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, it's fucking, not like uh, it's not it's not at all. It, it, what, what it, you can't you can't you can't. And the other <laughs> thing too, not. the other thing too, and I guess you know this will be it, and then we can move on maybe. Yeah. But um. My big thing is, especially as a celeb. Okay, kids. I remember after the George Floyd and the Breonna Taylor thing. Yes, there was a lot of celebrities that would speak out about it, but mm-hmm. people didn't fuck with what they were saying, or they wouldn't speak out about it, and people wouldn't fuck with that. And it was a lot of that. It was, but you know, I, I forget who it was, but somebody kind of brought up. I think it was Dave Chappelle, where he's like, you know, I'm not. I'm just a comedian. Like, I'm not. You guys keep expecting me to kind of be this person. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily me. And it's like. I remember um, on the other podcast, I said, we, when you're a black person and you have that platform and you don't say anything, you're going to be held to task because we're all looking at you. When you do say something, you're going to be vilified for it because we are, we're expecting you to say something, we're expecting you to say the right thing. There is no right thing. Mm. You know what I mean? There is no right thing to say. But you, as somebody that has that platform, you need to be ready for the criticism that you're about to get for saying or not saying something. And I think, Going back to, you know, Kareem having endured what he endured and, you know, where he's at right now, like, you know, he's mm-hmm. he, he's ready for all the criticism. He's ready. He can combat it. And, like, he can be like, yo, I, I've done the work. I've done the work. Look at some of these motherfuckers that, that have black wives that are low-key in my position that don't say shit. Don't do a motherfucking thing. That true. ain't That don't attempt. That don't that try to show you, true. like, yo, you can be in this space and be something bigger or better, like. I mean, even the dude that plays him ha- legit has a PhD. This mm. nigga was doing, like, he finished a job at Stanford 
and then went to play Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, right? Wow, bro. Like that. That's that's crazy to say. Now I don't know if that person of uh, us, Dr. Solomon Hughes, has a white wife or not. But for me to sit right, here right. and say, you know, for either of us to sit here and say, like, okay, you're less than, or you don't, you're less pro-black than somebody else. Mm-hmm. Nah, you know, that might be a little fucked up. I think it's when you start comparing them, say to you know somebody that's pro-black and got a black wife, and it's like, man, come on, bro, you you couldn't. It wasn't one black woman. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wasn't one. <laughs> not right. Not one out here, huh? No, no. Um, but um, yeah. Aside from that, though, yeah. I guess that was. Uh, I mean, like I just said, if we wanted to get into niggas' individual storylines, uh, that's show, a whole other podcast. Goodness gracious, <laughs> and we're not going to even do that. You niggas can go out there and fucking. If you don't have HBO Max, nigga. I don't know why you don't, but um, I mean, that's not even a, that's not even an ad. It's not even a plug or it's anything not. like that. One two three that. movies still exist. One two three I mean? movies. Ex- hey, y'all it, niggas got them. Y'all niggas got them hooked. Uh, hacked on, fire sticks. On God, we y'all know. Do them we know. Mm-hmm. If not, I might know somebody. On, on for, <laughs> for sure. Um, and just watch the shit. And please just know. watch it. Please yeah. just watch it. You yeah. know what I mean? Great show. Amazing fucking great show. Great show. Aside but, from uh, well, not aside from that. Um. What a Atlanta, bro. I mean, because you already know that's what we was finna. I rewatched last week's episode, man. Rewatched last week's episode. And I, the most current episode that we're talking about is what is it? What episode number are we on? Four or five? No, of Atlanta? Are we on six? Nigga, we are on like eight. You lying for bro, real? Bro, I shit you not. We are on like eight. Okay. Okay. Well, shit. We are yeah, on we are eight. on season. We are on episode, episode eight. eight, bro. We We're are on episode eight. Damn, nigga, where the hell uh, you been? The, the, I, you know what? I guess I when the show is so good, bro. Do you even be counting the episode numbers? I you don't, just be bro. The only reason I know is because I legit watched it earlier today. Yeah, and okay. I remember it said S three episode eight. You know so, what, yeah. bro? Like it's it's funny that I was just talking to someone about this. You know, for the longest. Yeah. Excuse me. For. the... Niggas are filth in this big bitch. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, this on. nigga here. One thing that prior to season three um, premiering and, uh, you know, us, you know, being able to, uh, you know, everybody being able to watch the show when it came out. Right? Yeah. Um, prior to that, you know, whenever the, you know, the official artwork for the show came out, when it was, you know, all of these niggas, you know, very abstract drawing, just like that painting, Picasso type, Picasso shit. type yeah, yeah. stuff, yeah, abstract uh, artwork. And for the longest, I don't think it was for the longest. I think I kind of figured it out pretty quickly. Um, but I was like, damn, what is the, what is? This? I wonder why they, why they chose this artwork. Aside from the simple fact that these niggas are in Europe, yeah, so it, it fits. And Picasso Spanish, and, from Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the painting, the, the official artwork is abstract paintings. Are it, it, it looks kind of unorthodox all over the place. If, yeah. you, if you if you look at it, it looks a little just uneven, like uh, disorganized. Like there's so real many terms. Disorienting, dude. disorienting, like real chaotic. That's, that's the real that chaotic. Is, that is a yeah, better term for chaotic. It. Yeah. Which pretty much that's this season. That's, that's been, been this season. fucking season because there have been. A lot of hang-ups. People love, we we niggas out there have seen the tweets on Twitterland Bro. about you know people not necessarily liking all of the episodes. They like yeah. the one-off episodes. But, they and, do, they but don't, you know what? But, you know, it's it's understandable. I think of it's understandable. Course, of course, I think it's understandable. Considering that 
Atlanta season one and majority of season two, I think, or all of season two, primarily only followed our four antagonists. I mean, protagonists. Protagonists, antagonists. Um, <laughs> These niggas antagonize themselves, yeah. Really. <laughs> um, following our, our primary four protagonists, um, I guess, like you said, it's understandable for people to, for those one-off episodes, like three slaps and, you know, the most, not this episode, episode before. It's, the uh, Trini episode seven. Bone? Um, yeah. Um, the, when you, <laughs> the fucking, uh, and the one about the, um, if you got ancestors or your ancestors. The reparations. That shit was actually hilarious. But anywho, aside, back to my original point. It, at first, when I first saw the artwork, I was trying to understand it. But then whenever I started watching the season, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's so many, it's crazy how symbolic this artwork is now. Yeah. Because when you're watching the season, it's like, damn, this shit is hella disoriented. You got these one-off episodes and you're trying to figure out its true purpose in the storyline. But one thing I do know and one thing we've we've come to understand and appreciate about Atlanta, Donald Glover, it all ties into a bigger picture here. We, uh, once the season concludes... And it's of course leading to season four, whenever that is, we'll have we'll understand why those one-off episodes were there. Maybe sometimes these shows have a way of not explaining yeah, shit I'm, ever I'm, again. I think it's gonna be the latter. <laughs> Honestly, I really think it's gonna be the latter. Could be that, yeah. yeah. That's what you feeling. I'm that. That's where I'm but at. the most recent episode, I, that was just my my one-off point, I, I guess, about like one thing that I noticed about the show this season. And how I was tying it into its official, you know, like promotion artwork, the stuff that went yeah. into the show. But this most current episode, uh, most recent episode, rather, with uh, Paperboy. Um, it was like a sequel to the episode when he was in the woods. In the oh, that's yeah. what I felt too. Yeah, when I rewatched it, I kind of exactly got that vibe. That's exactly what the fuck I felt. I'm like, vibe. man, this is this is kind of an eerie episode. It again. is, and it's like almost the opposite because you know the other one he was more so alone. This <sighs> one he's like kind of yeah. What's it called? And then if I or. <sighs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but if I'm correct, the episode in the woods has something to do with his dad, right? I think it did, yeah. Okay, I don't know I if you remember so. with this one, at the end when he had asked Aaron, he's like, oh, where's Lorraine? And Aaron was like, Lorraine, your Who mom? Who's Lorraine? Right. He was mm -hmm. like, so I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. I just thought of something, too. Okay. So I don't know if you know the the... the Person who played the rain, that's a uh, their trans person. Uh, you know what? Let me um before before we get to misgendering people, let me I, I believe look so. Up, yeah, look up look up their genders. because um, I misgendered somebody on a what's it called. Uh, uh, apologize to Ezra Miller, by the way. Uh, yes. <laughs> For um, they run up on me. Uh yeah, I misgendered them in a previous episode of one of the shows. But no, yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, they were trans. Mm-hmm. They are trans, right? Ava Gray. Ava Gray. Ava yes, Gray is, as is trans. As Lorraine. And it just kind of dawned on me as we were talking about this, them being trans is kind of, and, you know, being named after their mom mm -hmm. is kind of symbolic of maybe the, that's how Paperboy saw his mom, like, as both the father and the mother. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? I like, get you. I And get how you. it's interesting, too, that uh, Lorraine was kind of spent the whole episode trying to tell him certain shit, and he kind of wasn't trying to listen to it. It right. was almost actually like a mother-son kind of relationship. Damn, you know I didn't I mean? even think about that. That's, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, see, I, what's funny is I came into this episode ready to be like, yeah, that episode wasn't as good as niggas told me it was, but like now I'm kind of peeping like, oh shit, actually, mm -hmm. that episode was pretty fucking fire. But I, I think that's kind of what the thing was. And you notice, even when that nigga was in the cancel club and then Lorraine got him out before he performed, it was like, oh yeah, I just saved you, I just saved you, and that nigga just wasn't appreciative of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it was kind of a... 
I think that that just it's literally a sequel to that Woods episode, and it's just like okay, this time it's a bit of, more about what's it called. I saw I I felt a correlation between that episode with him being stuck and being in lost in the woods, chased into the woods. Yeah, if, if niggas aren't 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 remembering. You do, I know, of course. He ain't going to the woods because he just wanted to fucking get lost in the yeah, woods. Yeah, I didn't have that happen. Nigga was getting robbed. Yeah, that nigga. It was it was about to go south. Yeah. Quick. So that was already a pretty eerie episode. But no, I I did see the correlation between both episodes. But I never uh, thought about the point that you just brought up, which is very interesting. If y'all out there, um, you know, tweet this nigga Davy Dean because that right there <laughs> is something that. that I didn't even I didn't even think about because I knew that that episode when he was lost in his woods did have a lot to do with his his family, uh, did, yeah. most especially his father. But I didn't even think because I was wondering. I'm like, okay, here's a, a trans person essentially following, well, not really following. Well, they were. Yeah, with each other the whole episode, you know, going yeah. around, you and know. he was following. Um, Paperboy was following the trans person. Yeah, at one point, um, yeah. or Ava. But, but at the same time, I was like, "There's always a purpose for whenever you know a, a, a specific person or or someone is cast in a role." Um, but at the same time, it, it, niggas could just be thinking way too much into it. You, That's they could just also been true. Tasks because they they were the better the better role. I mean the better actor for the role. Yeah. Um. But no. Shout out Ava Great. She she. I mean she was on my goddamn nerves, which essentially was that was a point. The, the point. That was a point. Yeah. <laughs> she, that was a point. She accomplished that shit. Um. And um. I'm I'm as as far as Paperboy goes, this nigga is is always annoyed. Usually for the most part. Um, Man. But um, no, the episode though was was a pretty fire episode. The correlation between uh, the Woods episode and that episode, um, um, how do you think though? Because I know in that episode, the first one that we were talking about, the Woods episode, there I think that episode was more so just a one off paperweight episode. I don't even remember. Yeah, so that was Ern in, or or Darius or Van even being in so. that episode. If you remember the second season, every episode was kind of centered on one character. Mm, yeah, for the most true. part, you might see other ones kind of pop up, yeah. but everyone was kind of centered on one character. This season's kind of like that, but you see a bit more like they're kind of paired. The characters are kind of paired mm -hmm. a bit more. Uh, but this is the only episode of the season that's like that. That's like the previous season where it's just like the one. So you're you're kind of right. But what's interesting, actually, too, even though that you bring it up, is when we do see Ern and Darius, it feels a bit more like the, the Lorraine brought up some good points. Um, well, yeah. Where it's like, okay, the only time you see any of your friends or family, like they got a vested interest in you. You yeah. know what I mean? You got Darius True. having you paying for everything. Everything. Yeah, I was. Everything. You know what? And and hold on, dog. I'm glad they brought that shit up. I've been thinking that shit from for the longest. I'm like. This nigga Darius has essentially just been riding Alfred's coattails this entire time, and I know he kind of pointed out, in 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 a way, he didn't say it that way, but that was kind of his feelings about Ern. He was like, "You always fucking up, you." But yeah, but you know, essentially, I'm always the one having to kind of like get you out of a jam or or whatever yeah. it is. Darius though has quite literally gone every season. I ain't seen bro have no job. I know he was probably scamming with homeboy. Shit. You remember the country nigga? That, yeah. <laughs> like, this episode with this most recent episode, um, I'm glad they addressed that. Like, in, in their own Atlanta way. Yeah. Of how they addressed it. 
But this nigga Darius ain't never got no money. Bro, that nigga don't, and he don't even <laughs> attempt, bro. Don't even attempt to, bro. Don't. Bruh. What did he say whenever he was in, in the, he was like, uh, I'm waiting on divine intervention. Or yeah, he was like, he fate, fate will guide me and see yeah, what fate will, yeah. And he's like, thank you, fate. Thank and that nigga's like, I'll pay for the shit. Like, <laughs> bruh. Just like a moochin' nigga. Bruh. And then you're going to be like, do you want to you, you split it? He's like, yeah, thank you, bro. <laughs> and then afterwards, oh, you sure you don't want to split it? It's like, I just asked you. I just asked you that. <laughs> bruh. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think. It's interesting though that it ended with um Aaron being like, Well mm-hmm. no, we got you your masters when we made that deal. Like Right, right. Because right. it's like, okay, we kinda talked about it on uh, on spaces, but clearly this is like a, a massive time jump from the last season. Yes. And yes, yes, yes. clearly Paperboy's in a different everybody's kinda in a different position. But I, I think it was really interesting that they kinda brought that up because I was watching the show, especially the way the season has gone so far and the way the show's kinda gone, you kinda you'd almost assume these things that, that uh, Lorraine was kind of asking, like, yeah, these, these niggas aren't really doing nothing for you. Like, do right, you right, own right. your masters? Like, who owns your masters? Since mm-hmm. she's, like, clearly a big rapper now. So it was, it was kind of a... I'm glad, I'm glad they brought it up. I, I, man, what's funny is, like I said, I came into this episode thinking, like, yeah, that episode was just okay. Because, <laughs> bro, niggas was... Bro, I've never niggas had... gassing it, like always. Man. And, like, no, niggas gassed some episodes, but this particular episode was, like, a lot of... Have niggas really been talking about that episode like that? Bro, I had two... Okay, I'll say I had huh. two different people talk to me about it in a way... One person that talked to us both about it, but another person that talked to me about it in a way that I was like... Bro, did I miss something in right. this episode? And clearly I did, because we watched it today, and I was able to gather all these points that we have now. But I was like, I must have missed something, because I just watched the episode and thought, this is funny. Like, the only thing I remembered prior to today was when they threw that baby. You know, they took the baby. <laughs> they took the baby up <laughs> He played fucking keep away with the yeah. baby. Like, yeah. I was like, fucking, that was kind of funny. Yo, and white teens are, you like, I'm... <laughs> The way they depicted those white teens feeling entitled to Paperboy, uh, you know, even from them essentially chasing this nigga down and then just picking up this baby. Bro, white teens can be the worst, especially when it comes to, like, celebrities and shit like that. I mean, we just fucking saw it yesterday. This is a a segue, but not really a segue because we're going to come right back to Atlanta. Uh, whoever the fuck had the audacity to push Chris Paul, mama, oh, he didn't look like he was God, no adult. Bro. He looked like a white teenager. Bro, that that little that little white boy is lucky. Yeah, lucky that it was niggas and the, the 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 usher. All of these people standing in between him and Chris Paul because Chris Paul wanted to reach snatch, bro. bro Chris Paul was ready to lose his job yeah. over that little motherfucker. And Chris Paul run the what is it the. Um, Players Association, mm-hmm. and he's the president. So yeah, he's he president. actually wouldn't have lost his job. That's quite true. He probably would have fought hard to keep his job. He probably wouldn't have played the rest of the playoffs. He and might he not probably, have played. Yeah, he might not have played the rest of the playoffs, shit. but he would have spent the rest of the summer. He would have got them niggas' sons would have re-signed him and gave him a max. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that's how hard he would have fought for this shit, bro. No, but that was just a it, it's it, yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. But that just brings me back to my original point about how not only white teens, of course, we ain't just pointing them out. But in this particular episode, in this particular episode, out, no, you, you, you niggas to, feeling entitled to this black rapper and he's famous. They think that they have a, a have like a oh paperboy style. We want to take a picture or whatever it is. That's exactly how it is in real life. Motherfuckers see these celebrities. They think they know them. They think they're entitled to them just because they yeah. stream their music, just because they watch them on TV, whatever it may be. See them in public, they feel like they're entitled. These niggas are also just regular ass people. Who want to do regular shit like you and they I? Do want to do regular yeah, shit? Being the under the guise of, or being under the 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 the, the scope of 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 
society and, yeah. and, and, and public opinion and all of these things, sure, it's different than you and I. But at the same time, just I, I guess in it also really, I mean, you know, I guess now we're just speaking from, from, from personal, you know, perspective now. When we see celebrities out here, it's not even a big deal. These niggas it's are not. everywhere. But I mean, we we I would but, say compared to probably other people that grew up, of course, in other areas, we probably we have a different experience. Different experience. But yeah, back to Atlanta. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm glad that uh, that was something that was sprinkled in there. Atlanta's good for sprinkling those little yeah. you know, little like. But you know, I, I got a question there. for you then, bro. What's up? What's the difference between Darius and those those little white fans? Like, what do you? I, I'm I, I'm and I'm not. It's not a rhetorical question. Like, I, I genuinely want to know. Cause I'll tell you right now, I don't know the difference. They, like, I mean, everything you just said about those white fans feeling entitled to the celebrity, feeling like they could. Does Darius feel entitled to Paperboy though? Bro, Paperboy literally said, "Yo, are you gonna be my security? You see all these people. What if we run into some fans? And what happened right after? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Darius had Paperboy pay for all that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Darius. I mean, now granted. Darius is a great character. Um, I love his characterization, but it's like in terms of in, in terms of him on the show, not the not like him the person Darius on the show. Yeah, right. What is what is his use? You know what I mean. Mm. I mean now I I love Zazie Bates. I wish actually we, we would see more of her in the show. More of her. But I kind of understand why we don't see that much of her because like in terms of. Um, what her character could do after, like, kind of what happened in the first couple episodes, it, like, it kind of makes sense. And funnily enough, she was hanging with Darius that first episode. You know what I mean? They was doing a whole yep. bunch of random shit. A bunch of random so, shit. random shit. Super random shit. But my question is, like, what what's the difference between Darius and those those white fans? Like, they all feel entitled to Paperboy some kind of way. Mm. They not really contributing nothing to the cause. In the end, when Paperboy was down bad, Aaron was the one that found him, changed his clothes, got him right, and made sure he has his master's. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean that's that I didn't I didn't I guess I didn't really think about that correlation or that, you know I mean, shit. Now I'm stumped because I'm like, well damn. Because I was only looking at Darius as just, you know, the the, the, the f- obviously someone who earned and and fucking paperboy trust to an extent, I guess. Um yeah. but I've never looked at him, I guess, as a as someone entitled to Paperboy, but I didn't know that this nigga was always broke and always needed earn a Paperboy yeah, to bro. get him What's out What's funny of is I didn't think of it until you said that. Like, when you described Darius like that and then immediately went to, like, you know, the white fans, it was like, yeah, it sounded like you're describing the same person. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. It's just one's white, one's black. Uh, and Yeah. Which, that's, funny enough, that's like, I guess that's uh, the point <laughs> of this season. Black or white. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, but uh, it's crazy. I didn't, I didn't know that many people... Well, Minus our, you know, our our, our co contributor, our co producer, or whatever you want to call Jonas. Don't do not call that um, nigga co producer. Whatever. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> um, one one of our guys, you know, he did say like, you know, what did he what did he even say? Like this. Episode I don't know. I wanted to steal some. some essentially of saying that he. This he said it was, was better. You said you should think it was better than it was. But I didn't. I guess it's maybe. Were you live tweeting it and made it seem like you? Didn't I was. Fuck with I was live tweeting it. Live tweet everything. I, yeah. You probably yeah, I don't, made it seem like you didn't fuck with it. But that's the thing. I I I don't think I, I I'm I'd have to go back and look at the tweets. But I was sure engaged in the show, and I was I was laughing it's and enjoying it. Engaged in the show. Yeah, true. But I, I would but engaged to the point of like I was enjoying myself as I was watching it. And Atlanta's one of the shows that every episode, even if it's one is not as funny as the other, 
I'm usually still gonna find some shit funny as a motherfucker in there, and I yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, did yeah, find some some shit funny about this episode as well as this, the, the the less funny things. Um, but overall, I enjoyed the episode, so I don't know. I guess maybe he did see some tweets and thought that uh, maybe no, he didn't like this episode as much. This nigga not fucking with Death Row. Let it be known then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, Atlanta. Uh, did you did you see the previews? I guess from uh. I did. What's funny is I didn't see it until like like yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're like, typically I don't know how I, I and I like watching previews, especially for like next episodes. Right, like right. I love it. I don't know how I miss every Atlanta like every Atlanta preview. I always miss, with the exception of Trinity to the Bone and this most upcoming one. And I, <laughs> when I was watching, I'm like, nuts. that one was nuts. So when I watched the, I was kind of mad because when I watched the Trinity to the Bone tr- uh, preview, and I watched the episode, I was like, bro, this do y'all put the whole episode in the preview pretty much, but. <laughs> I, I was surprised to see that nigga Kevin Samuels in this preview, bro. I was like, what the fuck are the odds it was, of that? It was so random, bro. Like, after myself, after I got watching, after I finished watching the episode, I watched the episode, I think, twice. I watched it like we all do because FX is, is excellent in how they do their programming for all of their, uh, like, you know, their, their current marquee shows that goes, and that is currently... Um, Atlanta, it was uh, it was uh, snowfall. snowfall. Snowfall, yeah. Ended. Um, I think, Mayans is back on, oh, Monday, yeah, Mayans. on Monday or Tuesday. One or two. So, you know, they play it more than like two or three They'll times. They'll play it like two or three times yeah, in a row, um, which I think is genius. You know exactly. It's like you miss it the first time. Miss it the first time or you come in. in and midway and it's like, ah, well, it's going to come right yeah. back on. Um, but when I watched it the first, after I watched it the first time and I saw the previews, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I couldn't rewind it. So I was like, okay, well, I was already going to watch the second episode and watch it again. And when I saw the previews the second time around, I'm like, ain't this a bitch? It just felt so, and- I don't know. It's, it 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 was just, I guess, not only random, because to be quite honest, bro, <laughs> I was talking to my friend. Whenever the news broke or when they actually it confirmed it. It was that day, it, wasn't it? It was that day. It was yes. that day, right? It was that, it was Thursday. So it just felt very, and then I mean, and, and obviously, in FX and Atlanta's uh, defense, I'm sure there's no way to preview that episode without showing him, and it's not you know, their fault. The episode's airing the day he happens to be dying. The day this nigga died, you know what I mean? Fucking nuts, bro! I literally didn't see it till the other day, and I'm like, bro, there's I gotta be tripping, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's not. And then when I, I had to look at the comments, and I was like, "Oh no, that that is fucking I said Kevin the same Samuels, shit, bro. bro." That's why when I I had to watch it again, I'm like, "Okay, I need to watch it again because so you I can need- see." Mm-hmm. What? Because I'm like, dog, this is this nigga right now, bro, and he's literally on niggas are on Twitter right now talking about how he's dead. What? Nuts, it just bro. felt very one Nuts, of those bro. like. I mean, just you I know mean, how it is like whenever you know un- when when people pass away. And you see their final tweets or final posts on IG. Yeah. And it's always some cryptic shit that kind of is like, oh, this is yeah, weird. It's like, this how is weird you... tweet. And these niggas pass away afterwards. Yeah. Such a weird. Uh-huh. Odd, bro. Mm-hmm. Very, very odd. And to me, quite personally, I'd always, I'd already, had already been feeling like it was such a ran- like, uh, random, deaths are random anyway. You can't fucking pinpoint when niggas going to die. But seeing it and they're hearing about it, I'm like, what? That's so random. Like, it was really? very, very random. I think I was on my way back home from the Doctor Strange, a Doctor Strange screening, and the homie was saying it when I was driving, and I was like, "You sure, bro?" What? I was like, 
and I mean, I'm not saying I was a big fan of Kevin. I've honestly never seen a whole never watched video the full, or nothing. I've only ever seen. Clips. I've seen like clips and shit, and it's always like, damn, this nigga's cooking. Mm-hmm. Some young women for no reason, for and no some reason. some niggas. He was getting he was getting, getting off on yeah, some niggas. Yeah, bro. It was, I was sitting there like, I don't <laughs> know. I couldn't be a motherfucker going on that bitch asking that nigga. Fuck for some no. I sit there and just figure it out myself. You know. What oh I mean? God, I'd be damned if I come on your Man, IG live and you can embarrass me, boy, and get cooked like that, boy. Right. You and them, you in the same three suits. Man, <laughs> and the fucking glasses, <laughs> boy. But no, it was it was hell. Yeah, random, I don't want to cook this nigga now that he's dead. But no, nah, no, nah, it, it just I. Very very odd timing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I don't even know if I'm excited for this upcoming episode. But like, it's gonna I don't feel know. super eerie, bro. It's gonna feel very odd. I'm like, you already saw the episode, the title of the episode. No, what was it? <laughs> it's like some so, weirdo shit. Huh? It is. Uh, the next episode is uh, gonna be titled uh, "Rich Wigger, Poor Wigger." <laughs> oh my god! Written and directed by Donald Glover. So we oh already know that. God. You know, and he's already been sending out tweets like saying like y'all niggas thought y'all was mad this week. Wait until y'all see Nick. Him and Steven Glover both. They both said that? Yeah, they been like, y'all niggas thought y'all was mad this week. Yeah, Wait until y'all see next week. When I saw you seeing Liam Neeson, I was like, mm-hmm. I got to be tripping. That, that ain't Liam Neeson. And then, like, sure I mean, Liam as much Neeson. as I was like, this is kind of random, um, I, I liked how they presented his character in the sh- Or maybe that's really how it is. But I like how they presented him in the show. Um, just because I thought that was pretty funny. Because I'm like, you know what? That's honestly how we thought. Or at least how I thought you was thinking regarding mm-hmm. this shit. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of put it into words. So I don't know if that's really how you feel, Liam Neeson. But, um, oh, bro, yeah, I don't. Damn, bro. That's that's going to be. <laughs> I mean, and what's funny, too, is I remember before, uh, funnily enough, it didn't say it, but I'll go ahead and go on record and say it, that I said before this, this Atlanta season premiered, I was like, you know, they got to kind of, they got to kind of present themselves in a certain way because of how the other seasons were received. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yep. so I I had wondered if they were going to be able to get like the same hype. I was like, I was, I was always sure the quality would mm-hmm. be there, but I was wondering if they would get the same hype of just course. based on like kind of what's come since. And then, and like, I, I mean, they've definitely got it and they've definitely exceeded it. And like, even though they've done, I think if you would have told me before the season started that, you know, Kevin Samuels, Liam Neeson, Chet Hanks, um, <laughs> and you know all these things, and we would have had something about the uh, Darius Hart. You know what I mean? I think if you would have told me beforehand, I'd be like, okay, these niggas are, are they're just grasping at straws and hoping, hoping but, some sticks, yeah. But clearly, they they've they've been able to uh, present these things in a way that makes sense within the context of the show. It's not intentionally controversial to be controversial, and I feel like they're making pretty. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, I think they're making pretty solid points, and you know, showing backing it. Showing the reason why, you know, we got to see it. I, th- I mean, it says a lot that in the episode, as much as we've been talking about that episode of Atlanta, Liam Neeson has not come up that much and hasn't come up not at all. Really. And he wasn't the focal point of the episode, which you would have thought. So I'm sure Kevin Samuels won't be the focal point of that next episode. Of the current of the next episode. He probably just got a cameo in there. You know, I, it, I would assume it's just a cameo, bro. More than likely. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Donald Glover is, you know, in Atlanta. You know, we've kind of seen them uh, like you said address topics in in very interesting ways um this could be their way of uh of uh bringing up when Kevin Samuels was you know giving niggas advice or whatever on IG live you know it could be one of those situations where he's preaching to niggas or he's telling niggas what they need to do telling black women or women in general what they need to do so it's going to be interesting to see like how a, a week after this nigga has passed away, um, 
how he's going to be essentially like like I don't know, bro. He might actually since he did pass away, he Nick is gonna probably be like a a, a focal point of this episode. And, and I, you know what? I, I guess in terms of who's gonna be like whenever niggas are tweeting or anything like they're that, they're gonna be talking or, mostly about that's him. primarily what it's gonna be about. I like, think then they'll probably have him not even talking crazy to black people. They'll probably be talking crazy to white people to just white to people. show the, the difference. Um, the difference in how that's that's received. Damn, I'm I'm actually. I don't know. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. gonna be a weird episode. It's gonna be a weird episode. I, I feel like though, nothing after that first episode. That first episode was pretty jarring for me. Man, that first so, episode was insane. Man. Yeah, that one. That one was pretty jarring. So I don't know if if this one will be more jarring than that, or mm-hmm. more like eerie or weird than that. But it'll definitely be uh definitely be something. Yeah, and I'm excited, bro. I'm always excited for for shows that I've invested a lot of time in. And hold on. Yeah, I'm always excited about shows I've invested a lot of time in, and they've only gotten better as as I've invested time. I've invested time in a lot of shows that, that turned out to be a waste garbage. of my goddamn time. Like Game of Thrones. Uh, not not Game not Game of Thrones. Okay, that's just me then. That's just you. Yeah, fuck Bran Stark. I'm gonna go on record and say that. I mean, Bran Stark. It was he. It was so odd, or or or. I can't stand Bran Stark. Him becoming the fucking like head motherfucker in I, charge was just so random to me. Even though motherfuckers was like, well, no, I because Stark, they bro. finished they finished Game of Thrones without the book or without the 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 book being the finished. Song of Fire yeah, and Ice yeah, being I, finished. I mean, I wasn't gonna read all thousands no, of pages, fuck, man. No, I'm not doing read that. Harry Potter when I was a kid, nigga. I did my time. No, um, yeah, no, no cap at all. <laughs> did um, my motherfucking time. Y'all niggas lost me. But I know there are certain shows that's like, oh, shit, why did I spend all this time watching the show for it to end like, you know, like this? Ugh. But Atlanta, bro, is uh, even like you said, you know, you were worried if they were going to be able to, you know, retain the hype that they had from their first two seasons. Yeah. It's good to see that they've come back, you know, and, and, and still got the buzz on, you know, and still got niggas talking and exactly what they were hoping to accomplish Bruh. and they're not just getting people talking you know just because they they're addressing you know hot topics or whatever it is people are also talking it's like wow you know this show is still just as good as i remember it and then you still got those people who are always just looking for a way to be a contrarian and criticize things yeah but i mean here's my whole thing bro it's mm-hmm. like um it's like but you're still watching it you're you're still watching you're it. Still watching it. I, I think if, if you, in. man, Ooh. if you if you tuned in to niggas watching movies on IG Live, or IG Spaces, or IG Spaces or uh, Twitter Spaces, mm-hmm. or you're just tuning in now, I think you'll you'll you've either realized or you will realize that me and Corey will sit and talk about a lot of shit people are not tapped into, a lot mm-hmm. of shit people have never tapped into, a lot of shit people may never tap into. But if we complain about it, we tapped into it, right? That's true. Like we watched it. If you are watching Atlanta and you have complaints about Atlanta and then you, you watch in. the next week after, because mm-hmm. what do we always say? We give shows like one or two oh, episodes. Oh, I'm giving it like one or two episodes. One or two episodes. If I don't fuck with it after that, I'm not watching I'm not watching it. it again. If I get to the fourth episode and I'm still having complaints about it, nigga, that's, that's not on them. That's on no, me. That's on me. I'm still <laughs> locked in. I'm still like, coming what back. What am I still locked in for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... So if you're still locked in, nigga, that's on you. Just stop locking in. That's true. Lock out. You can quite you can quite literally tune out and stop watching it if you got all these complaints about the show. Nigga, it's too much shit on TV. It's bro, it's too many streaming services. We not even if there's so much stuff on TV, it is literally impossible to watch everything. It, it is. just is. It is. <laughs> like it, it legitimately is. There's shows that me and Corey want to talk about, but we we're not all the way caught up. But we're not all the way caught up. In the interest of time, we can we might not even get to them. Tonight. Yeah. 
Honestly, <laughs> there are certain shows that, bro, like, whenever I finally get back around to them, I'm like, damn, I was supposed to watch this show two years ago. Man. <laughs> Better Call Saul is actually one of them. You said what? Better Call Saul is one of them. Because that's uh, one, that's that. one that's show right. that we's like, yeah, we got we to gotta tap into. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, I feel caught. I can't be like, yo, nigga, you got to tap into. The amount of times, yo, that's not a joke about niggas telling me for, like, a full month to watch Winning Time. Actually, you know what got me to watch Winning Time? What was that? When Freeway was like, uh, Norm Nixon is a hater just like you, David. And I was like... <laughs> I was no, like, no. Ain't I was nobody, like, yeah, I don't think anybody's as bad as me. No, nah, that's true. Yeah, no, nobody's that bad. No, nah, Norm was a bad. That nigga Norm, was that nigga was hating. That nigga was hating. He did had. I don't know why he had to do magic like that with when he had that when they were at whose house were they at? Were they at Norm's house? No, when him and, when him and Magic had that little pickup so. game. When mommy had offered, I know magic you're talking coke. about, but I don't think so, <laughs> man. I don't think so, but woo, he cooked that nigga, bro. Didn't he have that, his mink on he cooked him? He had his mink on. Never even took his mink off, bro. Boy, nigga cooked me with a mink on. I'm not hooping. I'm not. I'm leaving I'm done, the whole bro. bitch. That nigga better than me. That nigga <laughs> said he's going back to college. I would have been at college. I wouldn't call him niggas like, yeah, yeah I already left. You already called uh, me big country. <laughs> I'm already pissed. So <laughs> you already understand. Bro. Bro. But um, speaking of um, under the skin of something. Mm-hmm. Um, under the, under banner the banner of heaven. Under the banner of heaven. Fire New show, show on FX starring Andrew Garfield. Who else is in that? If you can, if you can think of names. Um, oh, I think uh, Culkin. Uh, uh, Andy, one of the one of them, the Coley Culkin brothers. Culkin brothers. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Culkin brothers is in it. Not Karen Culkin, obviously not Macaulay Culkin. It's it's, it's like a third brother. Yeah, I was Rory. like, I didn't even know this one existed. Mm. If um, you've seen Scream Four, he's in Scream Four. Okay, I, I ain't seen Scream Four. Yeah, uh, Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son, is in a show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um and Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington yeah. is in the show. That's his name, right? I believe that's his I name. Believe they, so. A lot I'm of those white up. folk tend to run together for me. It gets a little yeah, hard. It gets true. a little hard. And um, uh, the the face of the show, Andy Garfield. Andy Garfield kills it, bro. Mm-hmm. I fuck with it. I guess we can only talk about the first episode because yeah, let's let's talk about the first episode. Fire, bro. Fire. I mean, I'm tapped in. This is like my type of show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like I like. Like myself, a nice little crime drama. There it you know is. what I mean? Something true crime. True crime, especially. Mm-hmm. True crime, especially. You know what I mean? I, I got a thing. I got like a love-hate relationship with watching shows and like feeling like I have to Google stuff to understand. But I like it when it's based on a true story and like I start Googling and like, okay, I, I got to stop reading because it's the end of the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. I got to come back to this. You know what I mean? When the show's done type shit. Like that I fuck with. Mm-hmm. I don't like it if it's like a purely fictional show and y'all just bring up some random shit. I got to bring up bullshit. Yeah. I don't really like that. I don't really like that. This shit is crazy, though. No, this is shit good. is good. This shit is good. First episode got me locked in. I'm uh, when, Everything, after we leave here tonight, I'm a, I'm a night owl anyways. So when I get home and I wind down, it's going to be TV time anyways. So I'm likely going to get to the second episode when we leave here. But okay. the first episode, I was locked in. Uh, like you said, you know, sh- true crime drama series, something that, like I just said, is a drama series, meaning it's still scripted. Um, but it's based on a nonfiction book. It actually, most of the shit that we're watching in there at first, from the first episode, you can. There's true accounts of the shit that happened. It is. Way. It is. Um, but yeah, I love a true crime drama series. Something that you know, after the show is over with, after the season is over with, you're gonna want to fuck around and probably go back and 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 either watch an episode again or watch a docuseries or yeah. read an article. Usually, I'll try to walk it, whatever watch it is. a docuseries or watch read a docu series. Yeah, yeah, that's my shit. Um, but um, we've you've watched more than one episode, huh? I've seen. I watched the first two two and a half episodes. I got like halfway through the third, and I just okay. could not keep my eyes away. So for so for for you for you niggas out there who are not familiar with 
the the premise of Under the Banner of Heaven. You want to give it to him? Yeah, I got you. I Go got for you. It. So pretty much, it's about a um a, a terrific um murder happens in like this sort of Mormon town in mm-hmm. Utah. Um, if you're not sure the Mormons are, they're like you know these super religious uh, group of people, mm-hmm. and uh, and typically in Utah. But you know this horrific crime happens, horrific murder of like a family occurs, and you know they start investigating it. And Andrew Garfield kind of plays like um, he's like the senior detective, I believe, but yes. he's not. Um, typically, murders don't happen in this town. This might have been like the first sort of murder that's ever happened in this town, right? So he's got to kind of investigate this, and he's also Mormon, so he's. Um, it's sort of hard for him to wrap his mind around a Mormon doing this. And he has to kind of figure out what's going on. He has to kind of investigate what's going on. And mm-hmm. then you kind of learn a bit about the, um, just how, I guess, Mormonism sort of works in that particular town. Right. Um, with regard to this family that, that ends up getting murdered, you learn more about their family and how they approach uh, Mormonism mm-hmm. and like just sort of what was going on there. And you kind of get to see, with regards to Andrew uh, Andrew's Garfield's character, just how how something like this can kind of shake your faith. Right. Um, so it's a very interesting show, and they have a uh, the his co detective who used to work in the Vegas is like a Native American. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gil Birmingham. Gil Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's genuinely Native American, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He looked yes. like it. He looked like, it, but you never know. You know yes. what I mean? But so he. He kind of runs point almost on the in on the case in terms of like how to, they should approach certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's a really really interesting show so far. I think like if it's one of those things where I'll say if you're not big into murder shows, like me and Corey love murder shows. Yep. Uh, any show where niggas getting killed, you know what I mean, it's probably gonna end up getting talked about on niggas watching. Yup. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, man. That's but, uh, wild. <laughs> that is a wild statement to make. But no, no, no. This this is a really, really interesting show. I think um, six episode limited series, and we talked about mm-hmm. on previous episodes. That's like a if you're doing a limited series, that's like perfect, perfect length. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's because mm-hmm. like every it's no filler. Exactly. You, it's it's six episodes. It's, it's, it's like straight. Like yep. you're just getting straight to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll say, I it didn't even take me the whole first episode. I think I was like ten or fifteen minutes in the first you were episode. Already locked in. And I I hit y'all niggas like, hey, this is it. This the one, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. In, in a future episode, we're gonna talk about um, Emmys. Um, of course, of course we've talked about Emmy. how the limited series Emmy is kind of like the best award because that's usually the most competitive. Be true. And usually, true. like that's if you watch some award shows, if you watch everything in a category, like there's gonna be some mid or some trash. Mm-hmm. Limited series is usually like everything's hitting. Man, everything is usually everything's fucking hitting. fire. Everything's that's hitting. True. This is this is one show where I'm like, this shit is fire. I, I man, I can't wait till you get past the first episode, man. I'm gonna it's, get right back. I'm gonna get right to it th- this evening. But yeah. you know, I like Andrew Garfield. I love um, Andrew Garfield. He's a great actor. Uh, he's uh, shit. He's kind of he's quite obviously had quite a year. You know, off coming off the his 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 brief cameo and uh, that wasn't a brief cameo, but he was in, he was in uh, that was like he was in, like the whole last hour. Of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, wasn't a brief yeah. cameo. <laughs> um. You know him popping back up in the in the, in the Spider Man uh, MCU, yeah, no uh, way home. all yeah. of that shit. Um, he was he had that movie with um, Tick Tick Boom. Tick Tick Boom. I was tick, actually tick, talking boom. about the joint with um, Jessica Chastain. He had that one as well. Uh, uh, yeah, bro is half, yeah. half of the year. 
And there was actually a third movie that I forgot that's slipping my mind right now. But he no, he's had he's had a solid ass year, and this yep. show is like he actually might win an Emmy for this show. Just the off eyes the of strength. Tammy Faye, that's eyes it. of Tammy Faye, yes. He might win an Emmy from the show just off the strength of like the year he's had so far. He's he's that's it, you know that that's just like an MVP or even most improved type shit. That's he's also true. got this weird thing where he's like typecast in religious roles. There's like Hacksaw Ridge, Silence, the Tammy mm. Faye joint, and then this one. Wow. I think I watched something where he said he's not like particularly religious. He just happens to end up, which I think has got to be capped. Like I you guess, don't end up in this many religious roles. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess also with the uh, with the exception of the social network he wasn't a, he wasn't religious and he wasn't but I, I, really the last few years he's kind of been typecast mm-hmm. social network he was not religious unless they, he was religious and he I don't just remember niggas true. being religious in the social network Man, <laughs> niggas was worshiping to the Facebook. dollar yeah um, let's say yeah the dollar but uh, no the the if you are not watching uh, it's a current show all of the shows that we've mentioned are shows that are readily available. You don't have to go do a lot of searching for them. Whenever you go to these DSPs, they are the marquee shows. You'll see it. Uh, This is uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. If you... If you like true crime drama series, this is stuff, it. And, and this is a, a religious-centered true crime drama, so it already has that element that of, of, of eeriness. Whenever you factor in religion into murder and things like that, it's always has it always has this this eerie feeling to me because you always know like okay there's going to be a motherfucker who is using religion as a reason yeah, that's to always do it. wrong that's always it and then they'll kind of tap into like the better shows at least will tap into like whatever religious text kind of justifies it mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it gets really like it's true and then I'll also say if you haven't seen the show the way it kind of begins it just feels it, you it wouldn't even have necessarily needed to be about religion mm-hmm. for it to felt eerie. Because, like, the way it kind of begins and, like, the way, you know, that family gets tucked, you know what I mean? It's, it's not... It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yep, I yeah. agree. Um, but, um, no, nah, man, um, I mean, FX is just good for, for you know, we've, we've talked about before, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but FX, HBO, what's the other network? AMC. AMC. Those three, man. Last like dick. I mean, HBO since like oh, really ninety nine. Since yeah, yeah. Since like Larry Sanders and Sopranos. Yeah. yeah, they they're true to this, not new to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, FX too, though, with the Shield, the Shield, Nip Tuck, Nip Tuck, um, and AMC, AMC low key, bro. AMC low key's been. They they was niggas was sleeping on them, but they had Breaking Bad and like uh, The Man. Walking Dead and Mad Men in like a two year span, two three year span. Bam bam bam, bruh! Like yeah. them niggas was doing no Halt and wrong. Catch Fire was the one that that Halt and that Catch Fire. Fire. Um, uh, no pun. The Killing. Yeah. The Killing. Yeah. Now, the, granted, I felt like if you watch The Killing. Like now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a fire ass show. If you're watching it week to week, it was like hard to, yeah. Because like them niggas kept saying, "Oh, your first season, we gonna solve this murder," and did not. Right, right, right. Um, also, side note, my boy um, Buckley from Snowfall was in the killing. Who? Buckley. You know the cop? Oh, he okay. was in the killing. He played. He played her teacher. Remember? Dog, I don't even think I watched the killing, bro. You haven't watched the killing? No, I probably uh, you I gotta watch the killing. Have. It's not a true story. It's not based on a true story, but that's another fire ass show about like kind of a murder. Oh, it's, so it's way slower though. 
Oh, it's like super, shit. super slow burn, but okay. but it's it's worth it. It's worth it. How many episodes? It's many like seasons? it's three seasons, but okay. the first two seasons are like about one murder, and the third season is about like another completely different murder. So it's an anthology? Nah, not really. Because no, the first two seasons are about, about the one same murder. Yeah, and it's and it's the all the same character, like the same two detectives in the whole gotcha. series. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, damn. What else we got for for this episode? Oh well, you know. Um, speaking of six episodes, uh, under the banner of heaven is going to be a limited series for six it episodes. It is. It is. Which HBO I'm excited about. Also, has another fucking hit show that is going to be six episodes. That's going to be six episodes. We own the city is only six episodes. Oh, it's lit. It's fucking lit. I mm-hmm. think so. At, by the time this episode comes out. There will be another episode of We Own yeah, the City. Comes on the night. Yeah, it came, it's already out. Because I oh, remember right, 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 before, right. actually, before I picked you up, I got the notification that the episode was on HBO Max. Oh, yes, it was. But it was like, well, this, niggas not going to be able to watch this one um, in time. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, but boy. Tell, me, tell, me, tell me your, um, because We Own This City is, if you are not familiar with this show, this, I just said it, it's on HBO. It's a limited series. Uh, let me give you a, a little backstory, please. Uh, you know, with with the the fucking um, <laughs> with with who's in the show. Okay. Um, we got John Bernthal is in yes, there, yes, sir. Um, w- uh, me. Uh, say your last name for me. You remember? Woo! I do not remember how to say. It. I don't. If wanna, you don't fucking um, watched Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft she was Country. Ruby. To me, uh, to I mean, I don't mean to interrupt, but for me, she's like uh, what I say. She's three for three so far. She's been three for she three. Says, uh, she was in Luther. She was in, she was in Loki, Luther. and she was in Lovecraft Country. Ah, she was in Loki. I don't yeah, think she I, was I in Loki. I haven't started the Loki series. Oh, you got to watch Loki. I, I, that's probably my favorite Marvel show. Of, of all of the MCU shows that they've come yeah, out with, yeah, that's probably my Moon favorite Knight? one. How you feeling about that one? I mean, Moon Knight started out great. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Oh. How it ended? Mm. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of how it ended. I think in uh, the Perfect second for episode, me, now I could just go and watch it all. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say for the second episode, we can talk more about this Marvel. Okay. What's it called? Um, but yeah, John John Bernthal, um, wound me. Masaku, I want to say that's okay. That, that, I mean, that, yeah, that look, sounds close enough. You know. Um, they are the uh, the, uh the, the, the two lead actor and actresses yeah. of the show. Um, but the show itself, Amazing. um, is uh, it details the rise and fall of the Baltimore Police Department's gun trace task force unit and the corruption surrounding it. If you know anything about um, police and Police corruption. Man. <laughs> you know this it's is a, it's a very easy show to infer <laughs> what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but the first two episodes, the second episode, as good as it was, that first episode, man, God, the first episode. So the one thing about it that I couldn't, um, one thing about it that I, it was kind of hard to get with was like the the time jumps. It's not super clear. You know, like, if you watch the first episode, sometimes it's not clear when certain things are taking place. When things place. are taking place, yeah. Yeah, the second episode did a little better of a job clearing that up. Mm-hmm. But that said, the content of both episodes, yeah, the first specifically episodes. the first one, yeah, the first it was, like, next. really, like, it kind of gets to it and gets to it fast. But, you know, it's like The Wire, where it's, like, it's mm-hmm. obviously the same people, some of the same people some from The Wire. People, yeah. But they kind of, it's like a weird slow burn, but, like, not, that makes sense. yeah. Like, it's like, it'll slow down for a little bit, and you're like, okay. And then, like, it'll just ramp up out of nowhere. You're just like, mm-hmm. oh, what the fuck? 
Like it, man. I'm excited though. What Six do you episodes? feel? How you feeling about Bernthal as um as a uh, fucking Wayne Jenkins? He is the John Bernthal is the lead of the show, lead actor of the show. We just said Wunmi is the lead actress of the show, yeah. but he plays uh, Sergeant Wayne Jenkins. He's uh like the fucking central figure of the whole shit of the the guns and ta- the whole guns task force uh task force for Baltimore Police Department um and he's also the central figure who is being investigated in that big bitch i mean of course it's uh, it's it's more than just him but he's the motherfucker who they uh, along with his accomplices but him being the first, the face of the corruption that's who they're after and uh, the person after him is the other person we just yeah, mentioned Wumi. Wumi. she is uh investigating niggas alongside uh is it like the county that's like it looks know? like she's like the da or something or is like she she's working DA? with the da i'm not yeah so she's, I didn't... A, she's an attorney assigned to the civil rights division of the of DOJ. civil rights civil rights because yeah, yeah somebody they somebody did mention that so yeah mm-hmm. it um i i think I, I love them both i feel like they're both perfectly cast mm-hmm. um john barenthal just has like this really good um he plays like like cops really well, like Walking Dead, Walking Punisher, Dead, uh, Punisher. Uh, obviously this show. Um, he plays cops really well. Even Sicario, Sicario, he was a cop. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Sicario, right. he had the crazy scene with fucking Emily Blunt where he tried to yeah. kill him. Oh, oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, wild scene. But he's no, he's I, I love him as an actor actually. He's like he's got such a, I feel like he's almost typecast. So I, I kind of like to see him. Be able to do other things. I, I don't. You. I don't think he's really been offered. Well, anything. he was. Uh, I mean, I guess he wasn't. I mean, when he was in uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, you know. Yeah, he, he actually, played something a little else, but yeah. you know, it's kind of his his more prominent roles, I guess. Yeah, I would like to see him do something else, but at the same time, it's kind of like he's one of those actors where it's like, all right, if this is all you're gonna do, I'm I'm not. I'm yeah. You know what I mean? I'll pay. Mm-hmm. I'll happily pay whatever I gotta watch to you know yeah. see this because I mean he's fucking good. Yeah, he's really true. fucking good, bro. He's. I mean, he kills it, bro. Like, from the first scene, I was like, you know. Now, I, I wish the uh, makeup and hairstyling department would uh, give him some some hair dye that didn't look fake as fuck. Ha! Yeah, that shit do look fucking weird Boy, as a bitch. Boy, that nigga look like he got a, a lace front beard. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? How do you get this nigga a lace front beard on just his chin? <laughs> Y'all couldn't get this nigga a whole chin strap with a lace front? Like, <laughs> At least have niggas out there looking like Bobby Portis. Boy, Goddamn, man. Goatee, bro. And Bob, I mean, Bobby Portis should actually look a little more fake. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for real. Bobby Portis look like right before every game, they take like, all right, bro, we need some hot glue. This shit going to pop oh, off. Oh, me. For we real, got a playoff game tonight. We cannot have this shit fall oh, God. off this nigga face. <laughs> the, uh, no, nah, the, the, if you aren't watching this show, this is another one of those shows. We're going to periodically give you niggas recommendations. Every yeah. show we've talked about thus far that is... Uh, starting from fucking um, winning time, winning time to Atlanta, under Banner and Heaven. Law and Order, Law and Order, Law and Order. We talked Law and Order. Law we talked yeah. every fucking show we've yeah, even mentioned. Show we mentioned it for whatever reason you haven't tapped into it yet. Just I don't know. yeah, right. Some of the shit we have mentioned. Why are you not tapped in? Is the that's truth, Winning the Time is a crazy show not to be watching. Not right to be now. watching be right now. That's a wild show because even if it gets bad after the season, the first season you need to see. Mm-hmm. First season you need to see. And I, I, you said something earlier when you were talking about Winning Time about how HBO hasn't had like a ratings hit like Game of Thrones. You know, that's Game of Thrones is a hard series to fucking follow. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Um, 
but I think you you nailed something, especially with this show, what it's covering. We're Americans. We love sports. That's easy. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about sports and you want to make a drama series out of it? Come on, That's bro. one of the easiest things to market. Bro. And it, it looks different. They yeah. Honestly, this show could have been about anything. If they shot it this exact same way, had the same caliber of actors, the same type of directors, mm-hmm. and put the same type of care in it, people would fuck with it. It could be yeah. about badminton. I think people would fuck with it. You know what I mean? That's it true. could be about um, beekeeping. You know what I mean? If niggas are making a show about beekeeping... I mean, I... Look, Jesus Christ! If it's HBO, AMC, or FX, I'm, I have no I'm a, doubt. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm watch episode. That's quite true. I'm gonna watch we'll, episode. We'll give it, yeah, for sure. But um, aside from that, and aside from well, someone else who had uh, a huge, huge hit for HBO. <laughs> he had a huge hit for HBO. Then he had a huge hit at the Oscars. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh, we segue, Jesus. This nigga segue, had Jesus. I actually had no idea hits. where you're going with that right now. <laughs> That's so funny, yeah. Oh, buddy. Willard Smith. Willard Smith, my favorite actor of all Will- time. Oh, One of my wow. favorite actors of all time. You know what? Hold on. Top five. Because Top five we, for me. we didn't give a chance to give this show its just due. And I am going on wax right now. Knife. Fucking uh fucking uh singled out this particular point. Oh man. Davy Dean, we were goddamn en route somewhere. Can't say yeah, where Yeah, we can't Hollywood say where shit, we can't say where. Know. I'm pretty sure we signed an NDA, so I'm I don't know why. Sure we signed an NDA to where why this we nigga keep bringing this conversation but up. But we didn't sign an NDA before we got to that big bitch. <laughs> nigga, I did. <laughs> this nigga sat his black ass in the car and was like, I'ma watch it just because I know it's gonna be trash. And I'm gonna watch it just so I can tell you. You know the this worst part trash. too. The worst part. What's funny too is um so the IG lives. I think it's only been a couple IG lives since that's happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we talked about this. And uh, the spaces delete after like a month. After a while, yeah. Yes, uh, spaces delete. So the, I've got actually we've had this conversation on record, and uh, the record's obviously been deleted. But one thing that hasn't been deleted that's on record is I said you're talking about Bel Air. We're talking about Bel Air. Talking about Bel Air, obviously. I had said Bel Air looked like. All American with a bigger budget, and he I wasn't said, necessarily wrong. I wasn't, but I'll say this: I watched one episode of All American and was like, "Y'all oh, niggas goodness. all me. <laughs> y'all niggas." I I'm like, "This uh, no." I still watch it. It's just nah, it's one of them shows that I People just watch. People keep telling now. me to do it. I'm like, "No, sir." Bel Air, however, I fucking loved. That was a good show, man. I fucking I think... loved, and it's produced by one of my favorite actors of all time. Dude. And it's based on his a show that he originally started. Yeah, it's show that he originally started. Centered around his character. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, the hits just keep coming for Will Smith. The hits just keep coming for that man, Sir Will. Sir Will Smith. Smith. Lord Sir Will, Will Smith, Smith, man. But um, speaking of Will, what I brought him up for in the first place. Yes. Um, What do you think of, how do you feel this whole shift in Hollywood has been from him. I know that you brought up a, a, an interesting article earlier from I Variety. I did, I did. Um, um, about his, his movie getting pushed back. His movie for Apple TV now, getting pushed now, back. Mm-hmm. Granted, they Go said ahead. while it might be because of what happened at the Oscars, yes. they also said Antoine Fuqua, who's directing a film, he's nowhere near done to, like editing it and doing like all the posts. Mm-hmm. So... 
They said in all likelihood. Oh, so they're done shooting. They're done. They've been done shooting for a while. Um, they, but he said in all likelihood this movie would not have come out, or they said in all likelihood this movie would not have come out this year, regardless. It's just you know obviously with the timing they're mm-hmm. gonna push it, and apparently people who've seen the movie are saying like yeah this this shit is Will Smith would have went two for two. Sheesh. That's how that's how good apparently he is in it. I I think it's. I'm not watching it, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't think I'm watching it. But I I think the shift in Hollywood regarding Will Smith is a little... Mm-hmm, go ahead. It was a little too swift. It's funny. Because people have done significantly worse and haven't gotten this much backlash. I mean, I, I, speaking of Moon Knight, I'm a fan of Shia LaBeouf, but Shia LaBeouf was in the running to play Moon Knight for a long time. Mm. And then he had, he started catching some cases and some bullshit started happening. Because Moon Knight in the comics is like, he's Jewish. So they want to get yes. somebody who was really Jewish. Who's really Jewish in real to life. To play, you know, same way they have with other characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, obviously, they didn't go that route. But um, Shia LaBeouf was in the front running. Obviously, they didn't go with Shia LaBeouf for various reasons. But he was in the front running for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he was still getting movie roles for a long time. And once again, I actually liked Shia LaBeouf's films. Um, obviously, not him, not as a person. Um, so I felt like the Will Smith reaction was a little weird and it was a little swift. Especially when it was kind of like, okay, this Will Smith thing's getting canceled. This Will Smith. And it's like... It's not even necessarily like it's getting canceled because of what happened. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is just getting announced that it's canceled. It's like, yeah. hey, we announced this months ago or years ago. We just want to let you know it's not happening as of like six months ago, but now is a good time to tell now y'all. Now is a good time to let you know. So it's really weird. I've that's also, basically had a, his, his, wasn't it Netflix pulled out of something? And that was They basically did, but it case? was already, like they lost their director. Exactly. It was already so it was like, way. it was already kind of like in limbo. They needed to find a new director, and I was like, oh, well, shit, Will Smith did this shit. Maybe we don't need a new director mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but I've also heard on the flip side, he's gotten a lot of offers. A lot of people yes. are supporting him. Michael Bay has gone on record and said, like, you know, he would love to work with Will Smith again. He didn't, he obviously didn't condone what Will Smith did, but he's like, you know, there's, there's way worse people in Hollywood right now. So Michael Bay was way like, wor- let's, let's, let's just reiterate that right significantly there. worse bro there are way worse hold on let me clear my throat and make sure Please. you niggas out Please. there are you want to take clearly. a sip of water before you say this because i don't goddamn. i don't think these motherfuckers understand bro let me take a sip off this guy shout our sponsors for today smart water <laughs> shout, out smart, shout out smart water um oh my god <clears throat> Can you niggas out there hear me clearly? I, <laughs> hey, look, I think they can. The shit on. It is. There are way worse motherfuckers in way Hollywood worse. than Will Smith going up there worse. and slapping Chris Rock. Look, I ain't. Con- I don't think anyone. I and Will himself has gone on and you know, you know, did his whole little shit. Like, you know, I feel bad. Whoopie whoop, all that stuff. Look. If you were in his position, we've already said it before. We said it on Spaces. We've said it on. If you were in his position, you don't. You weren't in his position, yeah. so you don't know how you would have responded. You, you don't know how you. But one thing I can tell you is, whenever you are on a, 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 a you are Will Smith, you're on a, a huge fucking stage like that, and someone is still disrespecting your wife, you bro, goddamn. But yeah. to, but to Michael Bay's point and to what you've already said, there are way worse niggas in Hollywood, significantly bro. Significantly worse. worse. There niggas. are motherfuckers who, if and I know that's why the Academy didn't do that. They didn't strip his award because niggas were going to have a. It, it would have opened up the floodgates for 
uh, floodgates that they don't want open. You take they Will Smith's award away, it's a lot of awards that need to go away. There a are lot a of lot of awards. That and not saying not saying that those awards going away isn't justified. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, if, if Will smacking Chris Rock before getting that award justifies Will getting his award taken, we got to go back not even that far. It ain't we, that far. Yeah, we really don't got to go back that far and start taking away some awards mm-hmm. for it. For stuff that's been, uh, look, point is, some awards yes. got to get taken. Yeah, some exactly. Some awards got to get taken. We could do a whole episode on some whole, awards. A that... whole entire Man. episode. We can fucking break it up by directors, by actors, by, Man. by all of that shit. Man, we could even go to the technical category. Yeah, we Man, can go to the technical route. We can go all day. We can do one on every award show. Yep. Exactly. You know what I mean? Go down to the fucking Country Music Awards. Come on, brother. <laughs> Yo, that's for certain. Man. Yeah, yeah. Every In, every, in every facet of Hollywood. Yes. There is someone worse than what the fuck Will Smith yes. did with Chris Rock. Yeah, so it's I, not. It's, it's and, but, but I, I think that's why we're seeing that you're gonna. See, you know, like a lot of times you see, like for instance, um, an amazing example of this, Mel Gibson. You know, mm-hmm. for a long time he was blackballed. A long time right, he couldn't right, make right. any movies, and then all of a sudden, you know, he kind of had like this little resurgence. Like mm-hmm. for a while. He was in the running to direct Iron Man 3. He was in the running to direct Suicide Squad. Mm. Um, like, he's, he's, they, people, people will still give him jobs. You know yep. what I mean? Like, he, but he had like kind of a little resurgence. Well, Will Smith, it's not going to be five, six years before we get some type of resurgence. From nope. Him. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to be after that, that slave movie comes out, we're probably going to see like, he's going to be back to where he was in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. bro. We're going to see like damn near one, two Will Smith movies here. But I, I think, I don't think it's going to be like the big budget. Movies, I think we're you gonna think see. Will, I, you know what? And I'm glad you said that because I feel like Will has accomplished that enough. I've, he's, he's done it. He's he's. I feel like he's been off of off of that for a while. Actually, even though he was, what was his last like big blockbuster hit? Was it Suicide, Suicide Squad? Squad? It was. That's actually his highest gross movie ever. Oh, this sounds about right. Yeah, his highest worldwide gross. That sounds movie about right. Ever. Yeah. Even though that first Suicide Squad was abysmal, fucking garbage. Um. You should have did a second one. Yeah, that's true. Should have did a second one. Which second one was good? He should have did Django. Man, I know he. I didn't. He didn't. He go on record saying, "Man, I hate that. I fucking passed that one." No, he didn't. He's happy he passed on it. He, he didn't. He didn't like the story. He felt like it was um, the reason he's doing this slave movie and didn't do Django's because he felt like Django. It didn't have as much of a love story. He says his words, not not mine. Um, he felt like this particular, even though Django. Aside, uh, it's not an aside from slavery and all of the <laughs> shit in there. But Definitely not aside. <laughs> throughout all of the trials and tribulations that niggas was facing in, in Django, our, our, our titular character in Django Unchained, he literally went through all of that to find his wife? No? He oh, felt okay. like that, that it wasn't enough love. He felt like it was just too vengeance-based. So. Uh, and and uh, he's also said uh, that he didn't like the fact that... Um, I was there, too. <laughs> uh, he didn't. The Django doesn't kill Calvin Candy. He wanted to be the one to kind of kill. I mean, it's Will Smith. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this is Will Smith back in 2012 too. So I think now he might be a bit. I mean, pre him smacking the shit out of Chris Rock, he would have been a bit more open, to probably to like you know him not necessarily killing uh, the main villain, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he just passed it over. I don't. I don't think he regrets it though. Um, and honestly, I liked. I really like Jamie Foxx in a role. I know oh, it just 100%. it just Elba was also in the running. Um, for did, whatever, yeah, whatever. When did right by by tapping Jamie? Yeah, and I think Michael K. Williams actually was was pretty close to the role that Jamie didn't do it. 
Ooh. Yeah, Michael K. Williams was really close to the role, apparently, if Jamie didn't do it. Mm. Um, apparently, he looked at, like, nearly every major black actor except uh, Denzel. Because I think Denzel was a little too old at the time. And him and Denzel had, like, a weird kind of beef for a little while. Quentin and Denzel? Yeah. Even with him doing Hateful Eight? Like, what, 20... Hey, was no, it 2018? No. What was Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight was 2018, but Denzel never did Hateful Eight. You think of Sammy J? That is Sammy J, right? Yeah, Denzel. This nigga is faded. Yeah. <laughs> no, Denzel, it's because of right, Crimson yeah. Tide. Denzel, so you remember Crimson Tide? Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino did like a rewrite on it, and so that was after Pulp Fiction came out. So Denzel kind of pressed him, like, yo, why are you writing these movies with like saying nigga all the time? Like, and he's like, that's just not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not black. You haven't felt our experience. And, like, some of the shit you kind of say in these movies isn't really, you know what I mean? It's it's just That's not. very fair criticism. Yeah. And so, like, they kind of had a beef for a little while. Um, but it obviously cleared up because Denzel's daughter is in, um, she's in Django, actually. She plays one of the uh, the slave maidens. Mm-hmm. Um, slave maidens? Is that the word? I don't know. She she She's in the film. Mm-hmm. She's in the film. But he said he's gone on record afterwards and be like, you know, he, he was like, honestly, I was just young and kind of dumb. Like, he's like, I didn't necessarily have to approach it that way. He's like, he he stands by his criticism, but he's like, the way Absolutely. he went about it was probably not the best particular way. Because the way let him say it, it was like, he legit pressed this nigga. So, I mean, sometimes that's what you got to do. And Denzel and, seemed to be, uh, from, 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 from many accounts that we've seen Denzel Washington throughout his whole career, he seemed to be a pretty thorough nigga. Man. So one thing he is going to do, didn't you remember like a, the, the clip that has been going around for the past several weeks or longer of when him and Jamie sat down on Jamie's uh, little, uh, his little short yeah, the yeah, thing he used to do on YouTube? Yeah. I w- actually wish... Jamie Foxx is just so multi-talented. I wish the nigga would just do interviews with other people all the Man. time, honestly. Because that's a series Him and Snoop Dogg are the two people who I would love to watch them just interview their friends yeah. who are, just happen to be very famous. Snoop yeah. done it on, on GGN, and, and sometimes Jamie would do it too. But... From back to my original point with Denzel being a, a pretty straightforward, thoroughbred nigga Bruh. from New York, he told niggas like, "Hey, man, I'm leaving with something. I'm, hey, I'm from around the way. I'm from around the way. I'm walking out of here with something. I'm walking out of here with something." Bruh. <laughs> Even there's another part where he said, um, "He said, uh, uh, I guess Jamie was like, oh yeah, when I was young, I tried to approach you, and then, like he's like, you hit me with like a." He like put his, he's like, yeah, I put so his elbow. Uh, yeah, no, he's like, he put his elbow onto his uh-huh. lips. And he's like, yeah, you, he's like, I used to do that. If you walked up to me too quick, I was just, hey, what, what, what? Put his elbow up right up to your throat, just right under it. That sound about right. That's, that sounds hey, very right, Denzel. Bro, that Den- Denzel is not a nigga. I don't know. It's a clip, another clip too of him. Um, and we'll talk about this and go back to Will Smith, but there's this clip of this, like, she's like a fan or something while he's getting interviewed. And she tries to come up to touch him, and he like, Hits her with the meanest stiff arm, and she like he's trying to touch him. And he's just like, "Yo, get get the fuck out of my yeah. face!" Type shit in the most polite way possible. That's not... But the meanest like stiff arm and like moving her hand and shit, uh-huh. bro. Oh my god, it's it's fucking hilarious. Denzel a funny nigga, man. But... Denzel is a he needs to do a comedy, bro. Hey, that's the nigga. I feel like if he did a comedy, people would be not just because of the fact that he's doing a comedy, but like people would just be like, "Oh my god, like this nigga is the funniest nigga." His few movies that are like kind of comedy, kind of got some comic relief. Hilarious, yeah, bro. hilarious, bro. That is damn. That's uh, one day we gonna whenever we whenever because we're gonna be back, of course, um, for m- uh, future episodes. Of one day we're gonna have to do this whole. Uh, I have an idea of we can take we're we're gonna pick five actors, doesn't matter race, gender, whatever, um, and we're going to place them 
in a genre, a film, or a show that we've never seen them in. Yes. And, and you know, kind of. See, yeah. Like, how do you think that would be, you yeah. know, what would you give I almost want to do that. Oh, can we do that next episode? <laughs> Just, like, start the next episode? Right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds, yeah. We yeah. have to get into that. Um, but but uh, back to back to, to Will. Will Smith. Yeah, back he's to gonna like I said, he's gonna have a a, a Willisance, if you will. Uh, very soon, I think we're gonna boo, see him in like. <laughs> oh, boo! Let's hope we could gloss tomato, over tomato. it. Let's hope we could gloss over <laughs> it. Nah, I, I think I think though we're gonna see because one of my bigger criticisms about Will Smith is like, yeah, his big movies are dope, mm-hmm. but the few times we see him flex his acting chops, it's never been. I don't mm. think he's had the chance to really flex him. I think there's as like Suicide Squad was cool because we got to see like a darker side of Will. Um, I feel like I Am Legend was cool because we got to see like I love that. I Am Legend. Yeah, but we got to see that charisma scaled all the way back. You know, Ali is fire because you get to see that charisma, but you get to see like how that affects other people and shit. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't gotten to see Will. And like same way Denzel did Roman J Israel, which I, to me is one of my favorite Denzel roles because it's so far removed. From what we're used to seeing Denzel, mm. even um, the little things with Denzel, like it's yeah. like we need to. S- I want to see more of that. Even Sammy J does that shit. You know Sammy what I mean? Gets, yeah, Sammy, J- even Sammy J does this shit. So I would like to see. I would like to see that from Will. And I think we will. Um, I think so too. I, li- I mean, you know, post slap Will, um, and to I mean, I guess to his own benefit, I think everybody knows Chris Rock is. Actually, going to be quite fine, <laughs> Chris. Bro, this I mean. So, but I'm saying that to the way that Hollywood and the way that people just made it seem is almost like, yeah. I mean, what the fuck, Will did kind of made Chris look very like. It's like, damn, this nigga really walked up on stage. Yeah, and but like, what could Chris have done? You, but yeah, like, if Chris would have swung on that nigga, like, that, then, would, then, then, then it would have been a whole other whole thing. Other shit. Yeah, that's a whole other. Absolutely. And that I mean, I'm not big on like you know don't. Like the one criticism I hate it was like, oh, you did it for all the white people. I was like, all right, come on, y'all, chill. Right, right, right. Them right. niggas, they, they, them, them niggas, any white person that saw that and thought less of black people was already ready to think less of black people. Like it was, Bingo. It was just for some shit. Bingo. But my whole thing is like, I, I definitely don't want to see two black men fighting at the Oscars. Like not just because, like I don't care necessarily about the image this ain't that the it creates. Even the Source Awards. If I'm watching the Source Awards for whatever reason, I don't. If I see somebody get smacked, that's the furthest extent. That's the I, furthest I don't want to see two niggas up on stage fighting. Like, just scrapping show me, for real. I'm watching the awards show because I want to see somebody get some awards. Right. You know what I mean? Let's just do that. And I'm not move trying forward. to see niggas scrapping in St. Laurent. I ain't trying to. I, this like, is, you know, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? I watch some boxing. This is WWE, AEW, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Niggas who they are actually got, paid. They got to do UFC. That. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see niggas. I, I can pay Bellador. I can go and watch some street yep. fights online. Like, yep. I just go places to see niggas fight. I don't want to see niggas fight on the house. But I guess it's it's just the whole idea that people or niggas in Hollywood felt like it was really going to, I guess, in a sense, affect Chris Rock's career. Like, what? Bro, this, no. if anything, this is probably the best thing that happened is, to both their careers the in a lot shit. of ways. Like, Chris Rock is going to have a stand-up Content routine. Sure. He was just that fucking, speaking of stand-up routines, another segue, but we can always come back because it all, all, it all flows, it all factors. Niggas in Hollywood are all connected anyways. Uh, and, 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 and they're either six degrees separation or niggas are directly connected. But Chris Rock was at Netflix is a joke festival. Yes, sir. Dave got fucking tackled on stage. Then that's or a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole other Dave. thing. But Chris Rock was there and he mentioned it. So it, it wasn't it, uh, essentially it ain't really affect him the way that motherfuckers was thinking. And to our original point, are we going to wrap it up? 
it's a lot of worse motherfuckers in Hollywood. It's so much worse, bro. It's so much worse. So, and I mean, one day we'll probably talk about it. Honestly, one day we, we'll probably talk about it. I mean, this is niggas watching. We, we, it is. We, we dissect. Not only are we just dissecting the shows and films that we watching, we we gonna we can get into the, the intricacies of of the of of the shit that went into it. Yeah, we even can. Even if that means uncovering some 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 niggas some skeletons that they don't want to. It's real easy, bro. I told Very. you, I found that that shit about the HBO and Winning Time. Like sometimes you just gotta read the article. They'll hide that shit in plain sight. It, it, right there. Hide that shit in plain right sight. But uh, go ahead and tell them your socials, bro, before we get out of here. Yeah. Um, follow f- follow us on, you know, IG, social, uh, or Twitter or whatever. Um, f- follow, of course, like we mentioned earlier, our other two. We'll all be back soon. Is very soon. Yeah. Very follow soon. us always. Ba- back and bigger and better. Bigger and better. We, we, we're, we're cooking up something that... It's, it's gonna be well worth the wait. You know, it we is, wanna make sure that niggas get, you know, the full experience. Like we give it to you in the studio. Yes, sir. Um, but follow us on socials. Yeah, follow us on IG. Um, me on Twitter, uh Corey underscore J. I'm always on that bitch tweeting, Constant, live yeah. tweeting. Um, if you if you if you don't mind following me live tweeting, you, hey, spoiler alert. Yeah. If you don't want to see it, nigga, do not read, do not follow. I had to tell one of my partners, this nigga gonna text me, goddamn saying Damn, nigga, you ruined it for me. I'm like, bro, this show's bro, the, the you, show has been season, out. Bro. Oh, that's even worse. It's one of those. It's like, bro, the show, the, 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 the finale the was three internet, weeks bro. ago. Get the fuck off the internet, bro. Please <laughs> get the fuck off the internet. Me being just an avid fan of television and film, of course I'm gonna go back and rewatch it if it was good enough. So of course I'm if, as I rewatch it, I'm going to probably tweet about it again. Yeah. But bro. yeah, follow me on Twitter, Corey underscore J. Same also on on IG. Um, and yeah, follow our, of course, follow our podcast, but we're going to also, um, we're going to, me and Davey Dean, we'll, we'll, we'll start our, our NW, um, He's watching. Well, yeah, well, it has to be NW, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it might be. Yeah, yeah my bad, think, my bad, yeah. I don't think they going to got I, I, It's probably going to end up niggas. being, the Twitch is called like Watch Us Watch, and I think that's what the okay. YouTube is called. Okay. Watch Us Watch, because that's pretty much that that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's a more clean version. But yeah, and then my handles is um Dave or Dean on Twitter. And then yep. Davey dot Dean, D-A-V-I-E dot Dean on IG. On IG? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's my shit. I, I haven't that's changed it. it. Yeah. But yeah, man, follow us up. We're gonna be talking about a lot of shit. Um, as we always say on Spaces, uh, our good friend Jonah, he's making um, mm-hmm. T-shirts for everybody. So go ahead and DM him. DM him. We're gonna put uh, his uh, handle in uh, in our description of this episode. Yup. And Brandon got all your requests for the embroideries. So mm-hmm. keep sending them in. Um, and actually, I'm happy to announce now that we're finally on all DSPs. Yep, yep, yep. Tori is gonna be knitting a gigantic quilt for everybody. That's true. So That's right. Send in your That's favorite right. colors. Don't no reference. No context. Just send your favorite color to Tori. All three of these handles will be put in the description. Yeah, we're gonna put all of these handles in the description all, and their phone numbers in and case their you can't. Phone numbers. If you can't get, so yeah, don't you worry. You can DM niggas. You can text them. Text them. You call them. Facetime, FaceTime them, them. Anytime. All of that they, shit. They're up early, up late. Anytime you want. Anytime I mean, you want. Yeah. Uh, to be quite honest, so you can actually. Yeah, I would say the later the better. To be quite I, honest, in my personal opinion, That's I typically I hit them. I was actually just about to call them right now. Not a man. Uh, yeah. Just about to call them. Not a bad idea. And yeah. our, our our guy knife just walked back in. Too. Yeah, shout, you know, out shout, to knife, knife, shout out to shout knife. Always shout out to knife. An award winning engineer. Award winning engineer. Well decorated engineer. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, and we here at our home studios. You guys uh, appreciate y'all listening, and we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>
We will. We will. See y'all next week. Later.